Oh, yes. Here on shortwave. At 6.160 megahertz. At johnlightning.com. And now. You're listening to the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. And now, more infotainment, courtesy John Lightning. Oh, no. Where there really is free speech all the time. (laughs) R-N-I. John P. Lightning. I have to do an early mic check. How's your mic, Ella? Uh, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it sounds fine. Oh, the only way it could sound fine if I was on both microphones at the uh, same time. Some things are even beyond the control of John P. Lightning, who will be out of control this evening because I have very little control over the show some weeks, especially when I've had insufficient time for show prep. But regardless, this show is going to be so fucking good that you're going to, you, you'll wet yourself. You might even come. And if you do, just remember to send me a tad of a donation because, hey, I save you money with Asian Escorts Limited or some such service, so be fucking grateful. Yeah, I posted on the Book of Face that I, I spent two and a half hours this morning. Why, this old JPL air check that I just picked up, uh, you know, randomly went down the basement, grabbed the reel, and I said, this is relatively entertaining. And then Soundforge ate all my fucking work. But as long as you're older than eight, you are allowed. You will continue to listen until 11 p.m. Eastern Time and thereabouts to your extravaganza. And of course, as always, your email submissions to this show are not particularly relevant or necessary much of the time, but I'm encouraging them anyway. Yes, your low-resolution opinions Wanted, desired by somebody, not really me. Followers of leaders. Don't follow leaders. Just follow John B. Lightning online at johnlightning.com. Alright, take it on, boys. Most leaders are incompetent at leadership here in the USA of A-Holes. It's 11 now. And I am John Lightning. John Lightning on the Isle of Staten. I'm, I'm from down by, but not under the bridge. Near to the bridge. Close enough to visit Leroy down at the bridge. Bring him a sandwich on occasion. Food he can trust. 
and you can trust in the opinion of John P. Lightning, who is this evening joined in part by Elif Midwin. Hello and hello, Elif Midwin. Yeah, in part. Uh, in, in part, <laughs> a small, a minuscule, a miniature part of it. Maybe even irrelevant. No, no, I certainly don't right. mean that. Yeah, but but I, I'm glad to have you as part of this show because many of the parts I need to do this show now are hard to get. You know. Right. Okay. Supply chain issues. Absolutely. Thank you, boys. Oh, my. The world's greatest jingles. I don't know what we're doing from here on out. I, I noticed that jingle didn't actually say anything very good about me. It just said my name. And right. Well, that's all. I mean, and what else would I say? L.F. Midwood with opinions that are likely to be contrary to John Lightning's. You have a slight edge on me because I have been smoking all day, but I haven't smoked anything in the last three hours. You have. You've smoked more in the last four or so days that you've been here than uh, I did in the month of December because I only, I only indulged once. It's like five buds so I pulled out all together, like little ones even. Okay. I had like three drawers. Well, I... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's unplastered. I, but no, you know. I, I, I've been high exactly precisely once this month. Didn't work for me. It's just uh, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever is irking me or whatever is uh, weighing on my mind, I don't know. I just... It, it didn't work. Thank you, John. We needed to know that. We really needed well, we to did. hear that from I you on the queue. Do, uh, I always do like health checks when, like, when I first start my show. People care. You know, you'd know, be surprised. You just no, no, I, I'm, I'm not surprised. When yeah. you know, I mean, I, I, I care about my pallies and my friends. Even even those pallies and friends of mine that are you know, minimally relevant to my life, I do, <laughs> I do tend to try to care about them. You try them. to use their names when you're talking to them, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Make, it, make it somewhat yeah. official by using their names. Hey, you got, you got one of the uh, probably dozens and dozens of jingles you have actually actually played tonight because for the most part, you don't use, well, you don't need jingles. You don't do that kind well, of show uh, unless yeah. you start doing music radio. Uh, what I was doing uh, is I was playing like one set in the middle of the show to kind of give me a break. You know, mm-hmm. hit the can, whatever. I, more more stuff. like giving the audience a break. Right, 10, 15 minutes, you know, but it stretches the show out. I don't, I got this thing where I, I don't like to do like over 90 minutes. After 90 minutes, I'm I'm pretty much tired of the sound of my own voice. Yeah, that's why I wonder how somebody like like Dusty Smith does it. Yeah, you that's know? crazy, that guy. And, that and, crazy. and I talk him up all the time. And insofar as I know, a few, maybe two of my listeners listen to his show and he is so worthy of your time. I don't appreciate the opinion but the delivery is insane. It's really... Oh, come on. Some of the opinion was even opinion that could resonate with uh, with, with the likes. He steps steps over the libertarian right sometimes. A little bit, I noticed. A little bit. Right, yes. So... And there's nothing wrong with that, says no, John P. No, Lightning, no. trying to figure out which mouse to use. We had a problem here yesterday. LF Midwood is working on the server, which is giving us all kinds of fucking problems. Oh, I'm, I'm and and I, I'm, I'm switching over to a wireless mouse because my mouse, the wired one, was, it was too short, way too short for me to uh, control from the other side of the console. And I went in there and said, oh, look, it's not set for the highest speed the mouse could react to. So I set it for the highest speed, 
not realizing that it fucked up the entire computer. Files wouldn't open. The mouse wouldn't work right. And I told her, oh, no, we're not going to have a show. And for a moment, I was, yay, a fucking Sunday off. But uh, we managed to make it work. I was actually a little yay, too. I, I was. I was just <laughs> It's like, oh, my God, we won't be able to do a show. In the back of my mind, I'm like, okay. Thank goodness, yeah. You know, and, and, Dodge that one. <laughs> and I thought I was intelligent enough to do this because, of course, I am. Well, we all are intelligently designed. That's what they keep telling me, you know. <laughs> Nine-year-olds yeah. get pregnant. Intelligent design. Not really. Not really. That's intelligent. And, of course, 70-plus-year-olds like yours truly can impregnate a uh, woman, even nine-year-olds. Perish the thought. Intelligent I, design? Uh-uh. Blow right past that intelligent de- design stuff. And we yeah. were, God, I believe in God. We were created by God. Oh, God oh, created us. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, the intelligent design stuff is so they can push the agenda a little bit, you know. Whose agenda? The, uh, the conservative agenda. Mm-hmm. That's really what that's about. Right, yeah, I, I, I believe and that. And the religious conservative agenda is, is different than the rest of the conservative agenda. You have to remember that. Yeah, well, so. that's obviously the case. I mean, most conservatives I know are not religious zealots. Right. They don't, they don't live their religion every day, and uh, they're certainly not looking forward to the end time, you know, the rapture and nonsense like that. I think it would be privileged to be able to live during the end times, to see it all come, you know, over, finished over, reset button. Right, yeah, but the whole idea is when the rapture comes, you're going to the good well, place, you're not and the rest anywhere. of us sinners, well, you're damn right, <laughs> and neither are you, no, pal. you're absolutely right, I'm not going anywhere, I know that. And if you are going somewhere, yeah. you're probably going to meet up with my mom right. down below. <laughs> Probably, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. You're down in hell and like, woo, woo, it's, yeah. it's snowing. Yeah, you're in my mom's neighborhood right. now. <laughs> right. That would be absolutely ironic. Absolutely that certainly ironic. would be, yeah. yes. Sir, 70-year-olds should not be impregnating anybody unless unless they've got a real lot of money that they want to leave to some child. Well, I think the sexualization of children in any sense is obviously not good at all. Well, uh, I don't think there's anybody listening to the show that would disagree except the uh, the pervious among us. You know? And well, I can be pretty pervy, but... I think pervy. some of the... I don't, know, I don't know what your notes contain, unfortunately, but I think some of the, the drag queen stuff that they've been doing in the classrooms, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's appropriate. Uh, well, they're not doing much in classrooms. Whatever they what- do, that's their presence in the classroom. I don't mm-hmm. think. I think that's a little bit too early. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, it depends on what age the children are. I mean, I don't believe it's awful or wrong to show men that are playing dress up. It, it doesn't have to be. And for the most part, what I've seen is not sexual. I mean, I've seen uh, sexual activities uh, in, in drag clubs, but right. I've also seen children at those clubs and that's the fault of their parents. They shouldn't be bringing right, their just, children to drag right. shows where there is sexual Agreed. content. Right, just like the the big gay parades in San Francisco. They mm-hmm. shouldn't, children shouldn't be allowed at those either. Not for nothing. And right, I guess but, they have in other places. Well, those 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 are public affairs of sorts and, and I don't think it's a big deal. And lots what? of lots of cons- lots of cons- no lots of conservatives are are making shit up. Yeah. For example, uh one of the memes, or actually one of the JPEGs I saw all over the internet was uh, of a drag performance in a club where there was a big sign on the wall that said, you know, it, it can't lick itself. And the conservatives were like, see, we know what that means. Hmm? In fact, what, what it turned out to be, and this has been circulated millions of times, was, uh, was this drag show was being held in an entertainment area of a rather large ice cream parlor and the it doesn't look itself sign was 
long there, long before any of the drag queens and your conservatives used it to say, see, you well, know, what's going know, on right, here, you know, huh? Again, you know, drag queens hanging out in places where there are children. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really get, do not. Get, you going. I, don't, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's a healthy thing. I, I really, I and I don't really testing. care what you think. Test, Hold on, test this by my God. Yeah, you, you, you should never say you don't think what I. You, know, I you don't, don't think of anything what I think I because my opinions rule here. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Ella. <laughs> I'm just saying that's how I personally feel, and I know a lot of other people who feel the same. Right. So, but uh, I, I, I do. I disagree. It's, it's dress up. I mean, uh, do, do we keep them away from, uh, from clowns? Okay, possibly because yeah, we could, the clowns. <laughs> All the clowns are over here. Mm-hmm. Believe me. Well, at least two of them are in the studio here <laughs> yeah. tonight. Huh? Well, I, you know, I don't want to spend much time no, on this issue. No, of course I will. You know, it's like the same thing about people that, you know, that say, well, you know, trans women should have their own leagues and their own sporting events and all that, uh, their own championships. And of course, if you don't agree with that, you're a hater. And I have to disagree because all you're doing is making a rather valid distinction between genetic girls and girls who are Born boys. Well, I don't think men should be keep competing against women. Period. And on that, on that count, we totally agree. Yeah, it's just, it's not. Obviously, it's not fair. And they're breaking all sorts of records, and everybody says, "Oh, they're breaking records." It's like, no. Well, this has been going on. So, who was no. that? Who was that tennis player uh, many decades ago? Billie Jean King, King was Billie it, Jean right? King, yeah. I mean, uh, she couldn't, she couldn't uh, whip most of the women that she was competing against. But uh, you know, when, uh, well, no, I take two. Well, I. I meant to say was she couldn't she wasn't competitive against men when she was a man but the minute she self-identified as a trans person yeah one of the first people to do that as far as mm-hmm. i know yeah. okay i'm not a big fan of that either yeah no well <laughs> yeah. no one has made the case at least to my liking to this date that uh, that trans athletes and generally trans athletes means males to females they shouldn't be competing against what we used to call in the in the b and and m scene back in the day ggs which stood for genetic girls right huh? the yeah. physical differences will almost always they're oh. almost always going to result in yep. trans women that are quite unlikely to do anything more than do you know why? outperform you know actual actual do you know why because they're not a woman. <laughs> well, they're a man. They're a man. Regardless mm-hmm. of how much they may wish otherwise, they're men. And agreed. However, if 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 someone is identifying as a woman and they're passing as a woman and they're living their lives as a woman, okay, we both obviously know that they're not women. I mean, you know, you know, gonna uh, say. W- women are not, uh, you know, menstruating. What is that thing they got now? Menstruating people and nonsense like that. But no, uh, they're going to outperform real woman every time. Well, even gender dysphoria is it's like a super rare thing. Super rare. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the vast majority of, of people of of men identifying as, as women as mental illness to one degree or another. Uh, there is truth to that. Oh my goodness! Now all my trans friends out there are are ready to uh, to hang lightning for having said that. Well, but this isn't to say that you know we're not disparaging the fact that it does exist. You know. The genes, I guess it's gender dysphoria, yeah. Look at this, like uh, 15 minutes into the show and already I can't find the bites. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> what is it with this place anyway? Yeah. Uh, so, all- but I don't know whether we agree on what I just said, but I mean, that's a very strong, very strong belief. I'm getting crunchies in case you're wondering why I'm doing this. 
Uh, yeah, well, that's a, well, you can't you can't get crunchies on the yeah you 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 can't get sick you can't have pain. Yeah. Okay, it's better now. I don't know what's wrong. Oh, well, is it something? In yeah, your, I think it was in, RF in your headphones interference. There's yeah. probably an RF problem. Yeah. People think, oh, what's wrong with your transmitter? No, the problem is that the transmitter is is like it's too close to the source. Yeah. You know, it's too close to the microphones. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, 12 years ago, I should have relocated it down the basement, but I'm a lazy prick, so I won't bother doing that. Well, it's not like you have guests super often, you know? Uh, no, fortunately. Yeah, I- and you do better on your own. <laughs> We've had this conversation. I think you do a lot better on your own. You think it's so? It, even without the listener interference, you know what I mean? That's what I refer to it now, listener interference. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you do better. You get distracted. These things distract you. Yeah, but, but there's nothing wrong. Sometimes distractions turn out to be great radio. Another time, distractions are just that. And they uh, they take the... T- well, they'll attempt to take the show down a couple of notches. But I'm John P. Lightning. That's unlikely to uh, ever occur here on the 11L <laughs> Network. This is Radio New York International. Yeah, probably in the... Uh, Next hour of the show, we'll get to the to the pirate stuff. Uh, that's kind of interesting. And, and you want to talk about mental illness. <laughs> There's some real mental illness for you, which TikTok has validated. Uh, I, I have some friends that believe TikTok is, is some kind of, a, it's, a, it's a Chinese virus. And they're spying on us in some way. Right. And, and indeed, they likely are. But TikTok has fertilized and validated. So many people's mental illnesses. I mean, I mean, you know, people who suffer from gender dysphoria, I think that's the word, mm-hmm, at least yeah. in, insane at times, they didn't demand, you must accept me for who I am. You must right. accept me for the gender I have chosen to identify as, even if it wasn't the gender I was born as. And don't get me wrong, LF, that's kind to do. If the person is passing and living their lives in a female role, I will treat them as, perhaps that's not the word or right word, but I, I, I will go along with, play along with yeah. uh, what some people believe to be a delusion, but for any trans person to demand, to demand anyone do so, uh, that person is being rather unkind well, to the rest of us. But it's, it's, it's not just the trans, you know what I'm saying? You could argue. No, what, what are you saying? You could, ar- you could, you're going to do that all night. You could, it's it, going for the low hanging fruit lightning, <laughs> going for the low hanging fruit. I've been doing that for 35 years, fuck. You, you, you could arguably <laughs> say that the, the liberal left as it exists now uses the exact same tactic. How's that? Uh, uh, forcing the rest of the world to come in line with their line of thinking. Well, you know, I'm going to disagree with that horseshit because I'm from the left and I don't want well, to force you're, you're anybody. A, I don't consider you to be a liberal. You're from the left, but I don't consider you to be a liberal. Well, not in the negative sense. Right, but I yeah, but I identify as you a liberal. You know, I've, I've, I've read the textbook definition of what it means to be a liberal many times on the year, and I definitely identify with that. However, I'm also more than willing to, well, I entirely agree that many folks on on my side, many folks way over here on the left are, you know, fucking crazy people, and the right uses it. You know, oh, they're woke. I'm not going to be woke. It's, It's just talking points that conservatives use because they have no real ideas, no real plans, no real programs to uh, to salvage this once great nation. Well, I think I think the right, the conservative right, is about preserving um, the status quo, which doesn't necessarily fit the agenda of the left, and uh, particularly uh, fake girls. Was it? Uh, and what's the other one? Fake, I, yeah, I what, what did I, you call them? GGs. I, what were GGs? Genetic girls. Genetic girls, and then there's FG, fake girls. Yeah. 
Well, one could consider all trans people fake girls if you go by the medical textbook definition of what it means to uh, to be a girl or what it means to be a woman. So conservatism is about preserving values, uh, not eroding them. And, uh, and, and liberalism has nothing to do with do eroding not, values. I do not. I, again, I will make a distinction because there are Democrats out there that are sane people. But for the most part, the mm-hmm. left has gone around the bend. All right. See, I totally just, disagree I that most would. people on the left are like that. And and it doesn't matter to me because I'm not a Democrat. I, I'm just somebody right, that believes in, in liberal principles and values and ideas and does not believe that they're in any way antithetical to those ideas and views and opinions that are better for the people. The word liberal has really taken a beating, though, in the last decade. Yeah, but it's taken it from conservatives who have used it to try and control the narrative. Well, but aren't aren't both sides trying to control the narrative? I yeah, mean, you but, make, you make but, it sound but, like it's just the right, but the, the, the evil but, right that's trying to control the narrative. But the conservatives... We didn't make eggs $11, you know, the, the, uh, well, a dozen eggs $11. Well, we first, didn't do that. First of all, that's, that's disingenuous bullshit. Okay. And second of all, it wasn't Democrats or liberals <laughs> that are responsible for the egg industry deciding that, hey, we can grift the fuck out of this now because of uh, of whatever that, uh, that flu or that disease was that wiped out so many chickens they use that lack of chickens therefore that lack of eggs to uh, to rip the rest of us off and they're getting away with it because so the government yeah saying. exactly what it okay. is that's truly what it is it's not something that liberals or democrats or perish well, thought joe biden but, is responsible we're in for. a re- we're in a recession and and somehow that's going to wind up being the president trump's fault right no, I, I, I didn't say do, that. Do you identify oh, 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 the fact oh, oh, that we are oh, in a recession? Yes. Do you, do you identify the fact that some of the policies coming out of the White House has not helped that situation? I'm not so sure of that. Okay. Certainly, I, I feel that way because uh, unemplo- well, unemployment in this country is at an all-time low, and yet this continues to happen. Okay. I, believe, I believe it's more a consequence of, once again, corrupt corporate policies who are grifting the public so follow the money is what you're saying exactly okay i can i can respect that as a bumper sticker a bumper sticker statement <laughs> i can i hate bumper it's sticker good, but it's a good place to start at yes. least yeah i would agree and 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 finish hey we're wrapping up early tonight because we've been working all day <laughs> on the show uh, uh and uh, thank you ted for his first will probably be 20 or 30 emails tonight but i don't believe i've gotten another one yet so if you've yet to opine on anything we're opining on or something new and of interest to us maybe perhaps uh get in touch it's john p lightning at aol.com i read all the emails unless they're tediously long john p lightning at you know aol.com yeah I, i'm only registered as a republican so i can vote in the in the primaries in their primaries mm-hmm. i'm a lot farther right to the, the you know i think half of them should be lined well you up see what i mean but that's corporate I'm, exposure too i'm more pure than you because uh, i would like to be able to uh, to vote in democratic primaries but I I am since I was 19 I am so bored with and so disaffected and disassociated uh, from the Democratic Party that since I was 19 uh, I registered as an independent originally excuse me originally I uh, I registered as a Democrat because when I went to register at the local registration place, it was controlled by mm-hmm, Democrats. And then after a year or two, I realized I have nothing in common with most of these people. Right. Right. Yeah, so that doesn't make, that makes you, you know, doesn't make you a typical 
liberal either, though. No, I, you know, uh, I know a lot of you. Every liberal. everybody that that has listened to me for more than ten or fifteen minutes uh, has a problem. No, those those yeah. pe- those people. Fuck off. <laughs> those people. Those people know that I'm certainly. I've never been anywhere near, or close to, in the same vicinity of uh, of of liberalism as those. <laughs> crazy levels. No, I'm not a textbook right. liberal by any means. That was my point earlier. And and you made it relatively well. See, I should have given you a pop. Yeah. Uh, Ted writes in to say, John, uh, making misgendering a crime, this is bullshit. Well, congratulations oh, for noticing yeah, the yeah. obvious. Um, and even if it's purposeful, it, to me, that, and, and by the way, uh, for some trans people uh, whose uh, videos I watch online, because I'm trying to be informed about all this nonsense, uh, it's not an act of violence to misgender somebody. I know uh, I've, I've heard of instances in uh, Canada uh, where people have been jailed for misgendering their children, to which I can only say, get the fuck out of here. What kind of nonsense? Yeah. We may as well commence arresting people for their opinions. Wait, that's remember, just what we would be doing. Remember when ch- children used to have invisible friends? Did I say more? What do you mean children? I still have invisible okay. friends. I want you to meet Ring and Ride. Those are my invisible friends when I was a kid. Ring and Ride used to, uh, used to show up at the dinner table and my sister would make fun of my invisible friends. I don't know why I felt the need to shut out with you about it. So we're going to let human beings who have invisible friends make decisions about their sexuality before they've even hit puberty. It's insane. I, I it's can't, insane. I can't. I can't disagree with allowing children to uh, to map out their their own gender future. No, I you know, and my 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 fear is that. There will be people in government trying to be nice, trying to be accepting, uh, who will attempt to make this uh, legal by by law. In that, okay, you know, your eight-year-old boy is identifying as a chicky poo since he was four. You must accept that. You must allow him or her to transition, to which I say, uh-uh. Yeah, I don't think that that should happen until, uh, you know, whatever qualifies as, what, what is it, 21 to drink? Right, the twenty-one. That's what I think. Well, no, I, 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 th- I think when, once you reach your later teens, sixteen or seventeen, at that point, if you believe this is a transition you have to make, you should be able to make it. And uh, and then then again, uh, if your parents disagree, uh, it, it's a quandary for me. What about using government tax money, like you know, taxpayers' money for for such things? Through oh Medi- no, 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 no! For for gender reassignment surgery, taxpayer money should not be a thing. Aren't they already doing that in California? Haven't they done uh, that with inmates in California? I, I've been told that that is the case in California, and but hey, that's California. Yeah, right. Okay, we might as well just set the stage for the rest of the night. That's California. Okay. Exactly. No, really, that's that's the case. Mm. But uh, you know, and. If my opinion of a of a of a trans uh, gal uh, who IDs as a guy, and I I'll see that person as as a gal I, again. It's kind of like I'll play along. That's my opinion, yeah. but uh, biologically, it's not fact. Yeah, I'm not playing along with anybody. Yeah, I don't well, play well with others to begin uh, with. Well, I, I know that, but uh, essentially, what it comes down to, what, what it really, <coughs> excuse me, what it really comes down to is the chromosomes don't lie. Absolutely, chromosomes don't lie. But some trans activists want to make uh, misgendering 
punishable in some way, which certainly is not going to lead to a greater acceptance mean, of trans people. They're, they're hurting their own cause. You're saying using the wrong pronoun? No, 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 not, not even the pronouns, which you know I think is fucking nonsense. Mm. No, I mean, if, if, if somebody tells me, you know, who's, who's born a male and who is identifying as or living their lives as a female, uh, if if I say, no, as far as I'm concerned, you're a dude, I shouldn't be punished uh, legally. There should not right. be laws in place to yeah. force me to accept that that, that opinion. Right. You, you shouldn't be compelled, is the word. Yeah, because I... Uh, yeah, I, I agree, know, actually, yeah. yeah they're, they're, they're propagating a lot of nonsense. They're lying like a Santos. They must be stopped. But, but you know, the differently sexually abled are always going to have opinions that are not going to resonate with yours and mine. Well, and, but by the way, the differently sexually abled, that's that, that's not an illness, but they're, they're, some of this trans... What? I'm waving yeah. my finger. I don't necessarily agree with that. Well, not uh, in its entirety. Not that right. statement in its yeah, so entirety. Yes, well, you're you're not here to, to <laughs> you're not here to agree with me. Yeah, but uh, I'm waving the finger. I, I I can see that, and I'm the only one that can. Eh, but eh. here's here here's my bottom line. Mm. I'll I will never purposefully uh, miss or Mister Gender someone. You know, just because I want to be a mean prick towards them because that's that's uncalled for. <laughs> Excuse me. That would be insulting. That would be disrespectful. Yeah. And if you correct me for having done so, you know, you're a trans person and you don't like what I just did, you know, uh, you know, as long as you've done it in a kind and gentle and decent way, I'm, I'm going to be apologetic to you and I'm going to let you know. I mean you no harm. I didn't set out to insult you. And uh, that the reason why I did you as I did, because I based it on how you look to me. Yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I would, I wouldn't be apologizing to anyone for anything in, in that regard. Well, that's that's you know, unnecessary. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mean about it, but I wouldn't be apolog. I don't have to apolog apologize for the fact that I didn't let you force your reality on. No, no, no. We're not. So, I mean, saying if, if a trans person uh, states to me, uh, "Can't you can't 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 you see I'm a female or I'm identifying as a female?" I say, "Hey, look." I apologize because I didn't do it purposefully. I didn't do it to harm you, to injure your your, your tissue thin feelings. That's not what I set out to do. I want you to be able to live your life in whatever gender role you wish be to. Free, be free, butterfly. Yes. Highway, spread your wings. <laughs> but if I am out to fuck with such a people, if, if, <laughs> why would you? If, if, why would you? Exactly, but. Well, there are people, and they're generally of a, of a conservative bent that do do that. And if if someone does that on purpose, uh, the the thing you 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 have to realize is that person has broken no law. All right, maybe they're being a social asshole, but being an asshole is not illegal in America. Wow. And in America, and if it was, we would not be able to build enough prisons to lock up all those offending people, which would probably easily be oh, maybe two hundred million people. Well, but they when they form a political block and mm -hmm. attempt to have legislation passed that uh, uh, enforces their uh, their mis misinterpretation of reality. Well, why? Well, why again? Because well, that's what they do yeah but they can't just like you were just talking about the conservatives and whatnot they have an agenda and they have a block and they have a voting block yeah and so do the trannies yes but but they can't so who, who are we who are we i don't understand 
I can't not one under- is any more than than the other. I, I I cannot understand why why they cannot militate for their opinion. I mean, what's wrong militate? with that? They, they they could they could lobby for their opinion Absolutely. just as well as anybody else. That's Absolutely. all I'm saying. Absolutely. And uh, by the way, because this is kind of key, they better be careful <laughs> where they do it. But yeah, absolutely. Why, why do they have to be I careful? Think that, I think that there are people out there who are uncomfortable enough by uh, transsexuals to become violent. And okay. They have something to do with their own latent tendencies. Yes, for all and, I know. and that's their fucking problem, and uh, they should be and, and they should be arrested and I, perhaps do some serious jail time. I agree because uh, assault is assault, but verbal assault. Mm, that's yeah, why I kind of draw the line. Yeah, but yeah. we have a uh, we have a generation of of pussies that we've raised that we've allowed to be raised by other people. I should say. You haven't anything that made sense since Gen X. You know what I'm saying? We could take a punch in the face and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But the millennials and the, and the Z's after them, they're like... No, they're just, they're just more accepting of people that are different. And that's a good thing. Just so long as you don't go off the deep end with your that's opinions. That's because and no one's ever punched them in the face. Well, you need a punch I, in the face. You have I, to have a point of reference. Yeah, but 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 <laughs> I'm thinking, but, man. It, but in saying that, now you're you're effectively legitimized punching people in the face because but, uh, of but their I'm opinions. Legitimizing punching everybody in the face just so they know what it feels like to have a point of reference. Right. You understand well, what well, I'm saying? So that when you're talking to them and you're using words with letters, there's a difference between talking to them and having them punched in the face. They don't understand the difference because no one has ever shown them the difference. Well, I'm, so I'm, they think. The, the words, the hurtful words, are the same as getting punched in the face. I'm not and for, they're not. Hello. Yeah. I'm, not for, I'm not for punching people in the <laughs> face under just about all circumstances. Wow. That's the difference between you and I as well. Always has been. So I, I would say so. It, yeah. just, it, it just seems unnecessary. It's seems escalation. So you know, yeah. We, we talk about police that cannot de-escalate. In those situations, de-escalate. Because what harm is that person doing to you just because your beliefs are different? Or your opinion of them well, is but- different between... Be, between you and the LGBTQRSDUVWXYZ people. Well, but I, again, I just the thought just slipped away because you made me wait a second. Well, um, you know, no, you have to do that sometimes. Reason, it's it a give and take, fucko. I got to tie it down like a little, like a Chinese balloon. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, see, where was I? I just think there's a generation, it's real, they're really soft. Again, the idea of words being able to hurt to the degree. There's a difference between um, that and, and say, like a situation if someone was in being, a situation where they were being bullied, where that's just wrong, period. doesn't matter who the victim is. Well, what you're talking about is bullying no. when somebody who disagrees. No, I'm talking about someone getting really uh, emotional and, 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 and even hurtful with the idea of, uh, that words are, are, are bad. You know, I, you just need, they need to point a reference. That's all I'm saying. Do you, do you understand what it is that I'm... Well, com- course, whether you yes, agree I, with it or not, do you understand what I'm, what I'm communicating? You, they have no sense of reference. You, you, you think suddenly I'm incapable of understanding what you're telling me? Maybe, Come on. How, how long sure. do you know me no, to, make, to even make, sure. make a statement like that? Fuck out sure. of here. You kidding me? Sure. <laughs> you don't have to make sure. You should know better. Right. So, no, you, you know make, me too well to not know better. You make it sound like I'm just advocating violence. I'm not saying you should just go around No, no, I didn't say... No, stop. Stop. Fucking stop. I didn't say you. I said said some conservatives i never said lf midwood right, is advocating fine. anything no. so you know you you are in effect when you do that you're putting words in my mouth All something right. you should never well, do because okay. i've got enough you know in what? my mouth already you know what so <laughs> we're even <laughs> <laughs> how's that okay now yes I'll, I'll 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 go here you opened up that can here we go uh if you're a trans person yeah and you tell me 
what pronouns are acceptable to be used to identify you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you, what's your name? That's all. Done. What's your name? I, 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 Oh, no, Johnny, I, I identify as they, it, okay, then I ID you as a fucking lunatic. Yeah. But you can't push an unpopular opinion on people. You can't. What do you mean by push? The, 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 but they, what they do have, there is, there is push. There is legislation. The idea of marriage has now changed. I believe in traditional marriage, and you know what that means, right? Yes. And no, no other form of marriage. And I think that's so fucking well, wrong that it... it I understand. I just leave it at that. They've had, uh, they've had. uh, There's a what is the status that they get when the domestic partnership? Mm -hmm. That's as far as they should be able to go, and that's enough to get them the insurance and the medical that everybody talks about. Not they talk about the the poor person dying of bullshit, and their family won't even let them in the room that they don't have any savings. Yes, and that and 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 that's bullshit. What you just said, because in many states that's not the case, and you know it. You fucking but, know but it. it, but it, but the point is, is if if you didn't allow uh, circus marriage, didn't allow circus marriage, then then, Not maybe, then maybe more states would open up to the domestic partnership idea. Mm-hmm. And it. and domestic partnership is not the same. As uh, but, it, but my point is, is that it could be made the same from a legal standpoint in regards to to death benefits and things of that nature mm-hmm. because that's the big hang up there. Yes, but I don't th- I don't think that's ever going to happen in certain states in this country. Well, a lot of things are never going to happen in certain states in this country. Yeah, but yeah. but you know, if if a man and a woman genetic can get married, I don't shivergit at all. I I I don't see a particular all right i don't see a negative impact upon society i've known and still know at least uh one uh non-traditional couple two men who were married uh who did adopt a child and okay it's like six or seven years since i was uh last uh, exposed to those people but uh but but the kid the boy was wonderful and, on and the other hand right, I, I, I was going to say right please please let me finish i, I know you got a lot to say and not i, I don't want to step on your, your words but uh, there, there are cases, and you can see these videos on the tube of you. Uh, there was this one couple, uh, a, a genetic male and female, and you, know, you, you take one look at them with the rainbow-colored glasses and the multicolored hair and the ship's anchors hanging from their nose, and they're certainly not traditional, but there was this one couple. Uh, who, uh, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, uh, could not conceive their own children. And they adopted uh, four boys, as it turns out. And hmm, interestingly enough, each and every one of those boys identifies as trans. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That's what I'm saying. I I think that there could be undue influence on it. It's hard enough for a child to grow up in a normal environment, quite frankly, with the world that we've created, unfortunately. But I, I just think that you can be sending the wrong message to the child at too early of an age. I, that's, I, and, I, and I go back to that, and I think it's important. Well, I, I also I, think it's important that there are a lot of uh, trans women who had difficulties going back a generation mm-hmm. who are now kind of pushing their own kids. Sorry. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Pushing their own kids. Got to be careful with that yeah, microphone. Yeah. Pushing their own kids in that direction. You know, there's a difference between the idea of supporting a child because if that child doesn't get support, that child might kill itself. Well, well, again, that, that, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not into self-cancellation like that, but I, I, I have to agree. Nobody should be pushing that agenda. But if, but if your parents are, I don't know, what is it, non-binary, and 
that's exposed to you as the norm that could possibly negatively and negatively impact someone. Hold on a second. Testing one, two. I don't want to make sure. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay. No. And, and again, I don't disagree. And the other thing that I find somewhat, well, this nebulous situation that many trans people are in where they change their genders, you know, like they change their underwear. Pick a gender. Pick a gender. Embrace it. Enjoy it, live it, and I'll not purposefully misidentify you because I have no reason to insult you unless you do look like a dude in a dress. And then if you're going to use the ladies' room, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not law enforcement, but I'm not going to be on your side. Right, but I, I think, again, you make the point of a person moving from one thing to the other thing to the other. That person's lost. That's some sort of mental illness. Oh, that may absolutely. Even be a, yeah. Maybe a spiritual issue, even, not for nothing. Well, how, how does spirituality... Well, well, wait, wait a minute, hold on. How does spirituality get involved with that, particularly as I have found, or it seems to me, that most of these people are not particularly, if at all, spiritual? I think, uh, I, think I, I know I've uh, encountered people who are Catholic who uh, were either homosexual or, or purported to be trans that's killing me um and um it, they were having i should have given you the pop filter they were having a crisis of faith in that in that regard and that's how it kind of manifested hmm. see i i don't think i've ever uh known uh a, a, a catholic a, a person of faith uh that has uh, suffered such a crisis hmm. okay i think it's unusual mm -hmm. and and that would in all likelihood, only be the case for people that are like uber Catholics. So you're saying that there's like there's absolutely no Catholic men or, or females in the closet about being homosexual oh, and haven't been able to tell their parents. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How the fuck did you get out of what I just you. said? I'm asking what you. The, oh, no, of course not. No. Uh, that, so those are the people I'm talking about. Yeah. But uh, I, I think they're, uh, you know... These are the same people who used to go to the, uh, the, the shower houses and the bathhouses. Right. But yeah. I, th I think those people are as much of a minority as trans people are. As, as I mentioned to you prior to the show, there's approximately, uh, uh, according to the best estimates, uh, 1.5 million people in this country that identify as trans. And as there's approximately 330 million people in this country, do the math. Well... For the most part, we've been talking about minority groups across the board here. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, what's, so what's, as far as like, you know, keeping numbers even and whatnot. Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's but, a small. It's so, it, it, again, that even reinforces even more. Why should the rest of the population be forced to conform to the imaginary friends but, of 1.5 million? Why, why, I don't understand why they should be give, given protected status. See, that, see to me, that, that, I'm that, not, I'm well, I, I understand protective status, yes. But who's trying to force this? They are. In what way? They're, other, they're, than, other than expressing their opinions loudly. No, uh, no but that's, that's forcing people. No, in a way not. that's trying to force people if it, and, and possibly, hopefully failing, yeah, but, but that's trying to force people. John. But if it's made law, then people are being forced. If culturally people believe that this should be normalized like the bulge. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that it, it couldn't have been more than half the country that wanted gay marriage. It could, I don't, where, where, how is that possible? Well, the, how the, is that possible? The, the last time I, I read figures on this, nope. Excuse me, yeah. uh, too much Coca-Cola. Uh, I do not remember specifically, uh, but I do recall that the majority of Americans do now favor uh, same-sex marriage. That's as, that's as ridiculous as believing that. I'm no, a, it's a fact. Look it's, at, it's ridiculous as believing. Do I have to Google it? Listen, <laughs> then it's just, it's, I have to believe that. That's at the same level of believing that Joe Biden won more than half the vote. 
And he certainly did. That's, and that's and the fact I'm, that you're yeah. an election denier continues to flummox me. Uh, I'm sorry. Because, because yeah. I, you know, I'm an gen- election denier. Right, yeah. Well, yeah. that's it. You know, this uh, whole COVID thing, the whole thing was operated under the guise of this whole COVID stay at home or you're going to die thing. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the conspiracy theories of we LF Midwood. Ding, ding, ding. We've already we got there. No, I, wanted, I wanted it to be like a regular night. I wanted to be like a regular night, but you know, I know I just there you know, are no regular nights. But that's just as, I'm just just as ridiculous for me to believe that more than half the country voted, you know, wanted a gay marriage, and more than half right, well, the country well, voted for Joe Biden. It's you'll just, have to remind not, me, or you have a phone. Look up the figures. I mean, not now. You know, okay. when, when when we go into recording and we've got plenty of it, you know, that, then we can discuss that. But again, if if someone comes up to me and decides, you know, these are my pronouns and these are the ones that are acceptable oh, yeah. for you to use to identify yourself. Again, all I want to know is what your name is. On the other hand, if you want to be called it, seek help. That's all I'm saying. You know, you know, oh, oh, Johnny, I identify as thing. You know, you must have been watching a lot of reruns of the Adams Family. What, what the fuck is this what thing? And I know you want to be comfortable, but you're going to make others uncomfortable, particularly if you look all wrong. Like uh, that, that video I had on earlier of this uh, trans guy who had what looked to be either like a couple of days worth of uh, growth. beard growth. No, I, I cannot possibly identify you as female. I'm, I'm not going to treat you as female looking that way. You know, you know, those are the type of people we used to go and visit when I was a kidling in the Coney Island sideshows, the freak shows. So what you're saying is as long as they're presenting good enough Right, mm-hmm. so you so you always have like a little Miss Trans American contest going on, whenever you meet no, someone who's trans. I don't know what that so, means. But, but not all trans are created equal, from what you're saying. That is true. Yes, I do believe that. Now, now, okay. Say for example, all right, let's say you're a genetic female and you look rather uh, what's what's the old term butch, right. and uh, and you could pass as a guy, and you can use the men's room. And if you are, I don't give a fuck. I'm not hung up on who uses which. Restroom. However, some woman will be, and if you if if you don't play the part well enough to pass, uh, you should not use uh, the woman's room. If you know, if, if I'm trans, and yeah, you got a full beard. Nah, get the fuck out. The, the, the bathroom thing is a whole other show. True. I mean, that's you, we could do four hours on the bathroom thing. Okay, but uh, but for example, what restroom does uh, you know that that Dylan Mulvaney uh, a character that I've been talking about the last couple of shows? You know the one with the normalize the bulge? No, uh, okay. no, don't normalize the bulge. And by the way, just based on Dilly's presentation, you know uh, he he should be in the ladies' room, uh, maybe perhaps. Although for him, Dylan would refer to it as the girls' room. That's that's one of the problems I have with him and a lot of other. people people do is that his whole act seems to be to uh, to me he appears to be normalizing uh being trans for children because his whole approach is very childish the way he dresses he appears in videos you know with dolls and stuffed animals what the fuck yeah that's a little creepy. Yeah. Don't you think? That's like a... Yeah. yeah. Although for him, you know, uh, Dylan probably refers to the ladies' room as a little girl's room. Because after all, this is the guy that, 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 that calls his genitalia a Barbie pouch, right? He dresses like a 10-year-old and, uh, and he, he acts childish in many of his videos. And normally, we would say... This person, this fucking person is sick. But in his her case, he, she has done nothing more, in my opinion, than find his 
her grift. Uh, he no, he started out as a Broadway actor. To you. me, it's an act. It's a way to make a living that is unique enough that he's managed to get rather wealthy, wealthy enough to afford significant cosmetic surgery. I, I can tell you, people don't like finding out that they've been fooled. That that's a big thing. Oh yeah, well that that, that could be a problem if you're dating somebody and when you when you when you uh, get down the business as they say, uh, yeah, that, that, that it could be a nasty surprise. Oh, you think? <laughs> <laughs> but trans people who are passing as a woman and who appear in all respects to be a woman should be open and honest with their partner before they're getting into any type of serious relationship. Because most men, I do believe, most men do not want a trans woman. Yes. I think I think that that's one thing that we could like both heartily agree upon. We don't even need to know the numbers on that one. Yes, that's a pretty pretty yeah. Yes, but if forced by law ever right. to call that's a guy a gal, right? If genetically you're a guy, you know, uh, you know, uh, don't try fucking finding me or jailing me. You can ID however you wish, fine by me. But if you want to find me for doing so, I'm not going to play along. Not going to play along. They get that legislation passed out there in California, mm-hmm. and then it infects the rest of the West Coast, and then it slowly moves back east like on a wagon train. Dude. Well, well, that's California. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, we're talking. We're not talking Donna Party. You know, they made it. Yes, right. Uh, but, but really, uh, if, yeah. if you live as a gal, if you're passable, you you use the restroom of the sex you appear to be no so, yes no. absolutely I don't, I don't as, as long I don't as you're not that. in there you know displaying any male parts you might still be in possession of to others in the restroom because that could really confuse some See, kid you know thing, that could that, that could confuse some little girl who will be wondering mommy why don't i have one of those too and of course many mommies in this day and age are going to say well if you really want one sweetheart maybe when See, you get a tad over like maybe when you're 10 See, but now we're back to sex- sexualization of children at an unnecessary age. Unnecessary, I would agree with. Yes, of course. It's so, totally unnecessary. But again, if you do look like a guy in a dress, you know, if you have a beard and a visible schlong, you know, no, not, not a possibility. Again, I'll say it one last time tonight. Pick a gender and stay with it. You know, find the gender of your choice. Stay with it because those those TikTokers and uh, and the YouTubers who change their identity every fucking hour, or you know, that they're guys on weekdays, they're gals on weekends. You know, so long as you're not going to raise a fuss if I misgender you, go ahead. But I think you're likely nuts so you do agree there are only two genders well of course okay. everything else is a variation there's, the certainly, science, right? yeah, there's the certainly not more than two genders that's for sure that's why i say people people that believe that there are indeed multiple genders they're, they're nuts and if he's a boy he therefore may contain nuts why well, i would hope so there I, there are people walking around who think they're jedi knights from star wars okay yeah, just we'll leave it. Oh, there are all kinds of wackos out there, and whole religion. And, they have a whole religion that they created around this. And yes, this. but we we see them as wackos. But I I have known trans people and very trans uh, very uh, passable trans people. That's how they live their lives. And yeah. what the fuck's wrong with when that? Talk, start talking about sexual things. People get really upset. 
Yeah, I mean, well, who's, in, in, he, in in that sense when they're called out of their comfort zone, right? But you know, so we we haven't we haven't discussed uh, sexualizing the children in any way because they shouldn't. Well, we be. Ha- we have talked to things that are basically grooming children, which is the same thing. Well, this this grooming nonsense is out of hand. You know, this whole this whole thought process that you know drag uh, drag queen uh, our is somehow grooming children. As I've said in other shows, I would I would prefer my child to uh to uh, hang out with uh trans people and drag queens than uh, spend uh, copious quantities of time no. with their uh, local pastor priests etc no i no i i put even money on that i put even money on that i don't uh i don't think that children should be subjected to that no i don't i, I, I understand that but it's his. it's it's freaking perverse john it's perverse what's perverse exactly drag time uh hour why? I, it's just perverse it's, to it, expose it, children. It's a show. It's, it's, it's playing no, it's dress like, up. Like basically, it's like it's just that sh- of burlesque. John. Oh, cut it out. Cut it out. Yeah, that's Come exactly on. what it is. That's all it is. Is burlesque. Cut it out. Yeah. No. 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 I don't think that children should be, uh, especially on, on taxpayers' money. No. No. I don't. I don't. Well, who the that. fuck believe... is talking taxpayers' money now? Well, I don't know how. What does that occur? Got I don't do know how those things occur. How is is that a paid performance? Or are they doing they volunteers? That's volunteers. Yes, I, I believe okay. most of that is, is exactly. I, I, you know, either I, way, either I don't. Way. Be, I don't believe any governmental agency or any school is paying drag queens to show up. Now, do I think it's something that's necessary uh, to expose kids to? No, we right. can do without it. Right. I think it's confusing enough growing up in yeah. this world, not for nothing. Well, seriously, I, I, so I, I don't fully have to agree. keep that on children at that point but, in their lives. But but this, uh, it, 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 you know, sexing up children has been a thing. Since what was that film many years ago? Uh, the the one where, where the Brooke Shields, right? Well, I, she was part, but there was there was this film uh, where kids were playing uh, grown up roles. Uh-huh. I, I forget the name of the film, but uh, uh, I'm thinking of something else. Then, yeah, you you probably are. But see, Pretty Baby, that's what Pretty I'm Baby. Thank you. That that's the one. That's exactly what I'm referring to. See, w- when I grew up, for example, uh, and I think it's a good example, I didn't know the sexuality of my teachers. I, I did not know if they were single or fucking married because it was not information I needed and it still should not be needed John, information. They were married to Jesus, John. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be married to Jesus? I mean, okay, yeah, you know, there'll be plenty of wine to go around. The you know? to that, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And if the last boat has left for Staten Island, he'll walk you across. <laughs> you know, definitely so upsides upside, to Jesus. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Now, now, don't get me wrong. For example... And this will certainly uh, uh, irritate some of my trans listeners because I think I have two that I at least know of. I would not hire as a teacher in any grade school that I was the principal of some uh, some gender fluid green haired gal, or at least you seem to be a gal. You know the type of people with the multiple piercings, the neck tats, the ship's anchor hanging from their nostrils, the overly large glasses with the rainbow f- uh, frames, and it's not because. I dislike. It's not because I'm discriminating against or deriding trans people. I would just prefer people who, at the very least, look normal because that's my definition of normal. Look normal. What, uh, yeah, look, look normal. But you man. know what? Again, what you do in your own bedroom is your own business. I don't care what you identify Absolutely, as in your own yes. bedroom for sure. So it's not a campaign to stop anybody out. Yeah, well, it just pisses me off that they really have no idea what actual physical pain is. You know, and that, that they could become uh, again. So you bring physical pain into it. How words. stupid! Well, but no, just as a comparison, 
You know, there's plenty of people out there, you know, it's like, oh, you stick your finger in the fire and you're going to get burned. These people have mm-hmm. never stuck their finger in the fire, so they don't know they're going to get burned. Well, maybe we need them all to get third degree burns, huh? Slather them up with a little ghee. <laughs> <laughs> That'll uh, do it. Did you ever get to see the uh, the video that, of course, went uber viral, dude, of the shop teacher that, uh, that showed up to class one day, uh, a trans teacher, a trans shop teacher, with enormous... Fake tits. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I think I okay. Know what seen, yeah, yeah. If I was the principal, I'd send him home. If not, fire that person because that person's a walking fucking distraction. It's not right. He, he would be, first of all, he would be treated as a joke by most of his students. If not to his face, certainly behind his back. Yes. And obviously that person has a mental illness. Right. And no, no, it's not inclusive or discriminatory to say no to a teacher whose who's sex or sexuality is so important that they feel a need to share it with their kids because it's only going to leave them more fucking confused than they likely already are. And perhaps then, then at that point, love, they might start needlessly questioning who and what they are. So all that teacher is going to teach those kids is how we're normalizing behavior that used to get somebody sent to the fucking booby hatch. Okay. <laughs> but yet you would still terminate. Yes, absolutely. No, no. Well, what I would do the first time, I, 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 I'd take him aside and say, "Look, go home, take off the fake tits, and if you don't want to, when you go home, don't come back. Don't go. You're not being allowed back. It's that simple. Yeah, there are societal norms that need to be enforced. Right. I, I, I I'm glad you said that. Yeah, because that's what a lot. It's of, common uh, fucking sense, a lot brother. Of conservatives. It's just I think a matter where that line is drawn. You know, see, there's the same people who are upset by Harry Potter. You know, and I yeah, well, again. I'm gonna think I'm, I, silliness, uh, total <clears throat> silliness. Because I look at somebody like the shop teacher. That person obviously has a mental illness. Mm. <laughs> it's it's not being inclusive or discriminatory to say uh, no way, teacher, yeah. to to a teacher whose sex or whose sexuality is so important that that, that it has to be a part of their day to day life. You know, it's a, and. Otherwise, I really don't care. For for example, if you're not enjoying being a boy, you know what can I tell you? You could try new gender change. Yes, gender yes, change. Yeah, yeah. A daily supplement, a testosterone, that, uh, testosterone inhibiting ingredients, and super estrogen. That's right. Your child may benefit from... Nah, fuck that. Huh? And by the way, I think that ad is running on MSNBC. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> In prime time, uh, right after the St. Jude's ad, with the five-year-olds that are dying of cancer. Again, intelligent design, my turkis. I, I, I certainly wasn't intelligently designed. I'm sorry, what did what, what you I say? I can't remember the last time I turned on MSNBC. I oh, imagine there sure a lot of pharmaceutical commercials, though, right? Mm-hmm. Just that, like, that's oh, all they have for the most part because all, all they can get are, are, are these uh, low-quality advertisers because uh, the... the the advertisers with real money to spend are not interested in spending it on MSNBC, where uh, where good ratings means maybe you attracted hundred thousand people to your program, as opposed to Fox, which for some inexplicable fucking reason <laughs> tends to attract uh, much more. But then again, there are, there are a lot of stupid people out there. I'm not saying conservative people, but a lot of stupid people that identify as conservative because they are just well, fucking the, stupid. These are the infamous low information voters. Yes, we have yes. them on both sides. Of the fence. Oh, you we certainly do. So. 
No disagreement about that. By the way, when they start showing those 1 800, you know, the, the ads where the station gets paid by the number of calls that come in, <laughs> if, if that's not currently the, the situation, because, yeah, I watch BSNBC by default because, in my opinion, all the other options are far fucking worse. Okay. I watch a variety of sources, actually. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't pin it on one. But thankfully, the internet is our friend, folks. Absolutely. You know, there, there are all these sources out there. Now, I, I'm going to ask you uh, what some of yours are. But, you know, I do watch uh, TYT, flawed as it is, but it's still better than most. I, I, I watch Kyle Kalinske. Uh, hold on. Uh, David Pakman, the Rational National. Tom Hartman, of course, our pally. Talk about a trans per- person, Broken Brit Summers. Uh, transforming radio, or, or so my ID for her stated, because she's the only licensed transgender radio personality and uh, and you you got to uh, witness and enjoy at least stickwise uh, Dusty Smith the other night right. uh, who grew from basically uh, an atheist uh, who whose entire YouTube act was espousing anti-God and religion screeds, which, of course, made me immediately take a liking to him, which he still opens most of his shows with because he has a segment called Religious Bullshit. Uh, And it's good because not all Christians are good people, and calling out those criminals for Christ, all those shameless grifters that are are funding their multi-million dollar mansions and their private jet planes and their yachts, you know, these shameless grifters for God's are often pedos. Uh, well, they're, well they're, they're, they're pedos. They're pedos who love altering boys. Yes, that's Sounds what they like do. Sounds like you were talking about Black Lives Matters there for a second. Uh, in part, you bet you, because uh, their, their grift is so obvious. So, uh, I mean, they might have started out with the best of intentions, but once they realize, hey, I can make a living doing this and a really good living, uh, the, the real reason, supposedly, allegedly, for their existence went away. Uh, I have to go away momentarily because it is the top of the hour. And I'm trying to work between two shitty computers that I <laughs> two totally useless fucking computers. I am John P. Lightning. I have been uh, joined so far this evening and will continue to be joined by our pally, L.F. Midwood. We've got two more hours of something coming your way. Oh, that's right. Uh, I'm going to do a, a, a brief wrap uh, after we take a break here uh, to talk about the pirate days briefly because people have asked. And uh, I have prepared. A solid 50 minutes or so. Like I said, I reached in at random, pulled out a tape of a JPLFM broadcast uh, that occurred about two months before I got the knock on the door and all my equipment went away. <laughs> it just went away. Uh, so we'll do that here at America's only real free speech alternative. <laughs> Oh, wait, that was way too loud. I got to start that again. (laughs) Here we go. At 6.160 megahertz, this is WBCQ, Monticello, Maine. From the United States. Now music. This is Radio New York International. Well, Barrett Strong passed this week. Some of you coaches may recall a tune he recorded a few years ago entitled Money, one of them their Beatles covered early in their career. He made it to 81, a decent run. Let us hear that tune off of the original Tomler Label 45, a Motown classic. Here, where the roots of rock play alongside the flowering tops, 11L, R-N-I. The best things in life are free, but you can get Your love give me such a thrill But your love 
listening to the A Little Bit of Everything Radio Extravaganza. John Lightning! A little bit of everything all of the time. A little bit of everything all of the time. Bacon! Bacon! Where's the bacon? I smell bacon! 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 Gotta be bacon! Only one thing smells like bacon! That's bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon! There! From that bag, what's it say? I can't read! Please, please, give me what's in the bag! Chewy, yummy, smoky bacon! There you go. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, nom, 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 nom! It's bacon! Ow, motherfucker! That's not bacon. It's J&D's bacon-flavored condoms. Try one, but be sure to put the dog in the crate first. It's bacon! Well, it sure smells like bacon. J&D's bacon-flavored condoms. Hawker today. It's bacon! Keeping in touch. Sharing so much. We are your... Eleven. Gavones, I am John P. Lightning with LF Midwood. Hi, LF. Hi. Say hi. Hello. I'm waving. Hi. <laughs> we call him LF Midwood. I call myself Lightning, huh? Yes, the silly moniker that was rewarded to me or awarded to me by a former uh, former work partner of mine many decades ago. Yeah. And I'm here as always calling out the cruel, the compassion free, and the cultists of conservative values. Here on the 11L Network, where thanks to our staff and mismanagement, uh, the folks at the planet, WBCQ, and our friends at two other networks whose programming I advise you to familiarize yourself with, I mean Area 51. Yep, Area 51 is overseen by our pally Larry Will. His staff and family are involved, and we, we, we I can't stop thanking them. And, of course, our pally Brad over at Grits Radio. And we, as always, send out copious thanks to Brother Brad. Yeah, they're all rogue broadcasters who's, who's love. See, they do this for the love. Obviously, none of us get fucking paid at all for it. We pay to do this. We, 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 we pay financially, physically, and mentally. <laughs> I'm a narcissist. I like to hear the sound of my own voice. Yeah, and, and That's why I do this. Well, fortunately, I don't. And, uh, really, all we're just a group of rogue broadcasters whose love, love for radio, whose love for the medium really strays from being the uh, the actual alternatives to commercial claptrap that uh, that that our kind of radio should be. And uh, those folks I just mentioned, they deliver. They deliver radio worth the listening. And like us, they do it on their own dime and online and, of course, on the planet WBCQ. You know, as far as I know, it, uh, this type of thing mm-hmm. has always attracted the mentally ill. Oh, fucking ape. <laughs> I mean, every pirate I know is strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we are among we are we are strange people. That doesn't mean that because we're odd and our proclivities be a, might might be a bit out of the norm. Doesn't doesn't at all mean that we're not quality people. Indeed, uh, I've I've met 
for yeah. the most part, quality people doing radio. Yeah, and a lot of people that should have never been allowed within, uh, you know, a planet <laughs> of, so to speak, of a microphone ever. Uh, Skip checks in to say, finally, I guess reception conditions are changing. Finally, 6.160 is coming in and they are running Timtron instead of you. What? Get on the phone. Hey, get on the phone. Why the fuck? Would, uh, no, 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 nothing no. against Timtron. But why the, why the, why the, hold on. Why the fuck? <laughs> what, a, what a mistake that, that, okay. See, I shouldn't uh, say that's a mistake because Timtron does some quality radio. Absolutely. But, but, but he should never be doing it on a Sunday night from 8 to 11 o'clock. So, uh, right after this show, I'm firing off a letter and then they're going to fire off a letter back uh, with the uh, with the bill for the bit <laughs> of everything radio extravaganza. Well, I'm sorry to hear that skip your voice counts you uh, you get in touch with them and you let them know how dismayed and disgusted you are to uh, to find that out and uh we are hearing from our own pal yes our very own dave the boogeyman who states howdy john and lf nice to have you guys back together on the radio yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's always a pleasure and he states let's cut to the chase who do you gents feel will be the candidates for vice president and president for what party what the- well not the current uh, president and vice president. That's all I'm comfortable saying at the moment. Well, I, I'm 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 uncomfortable uh, to an extent with Joe Biden, and I'm certainly uncomfortable with the thought that Kamala Harris could be nominated. Uh, no, no, no. She's just she's just all right. She talk about to uh, to use a Bob Grant euphemism, a fake phony fraud. That's that's the way she's always come off to me. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but. I doubt it. Yeah, you guys need to hit the reset button. <laughs> yes. And Mason checks in from Canada to state, whatever a marriage looks like, it should come with a warranty. I don't know how you would enforce that. It would probably be a limited warranty at that. Yeah, been listening to you online. Timtron is on 6.160. Is WBCQ not getting your signal? I don't know. I, I, I no, don't know. How would I know? I'm just visiting, man. How right. would I know? Don't look at me. He looks at me like I should know. I should have some no, no, has, sense has, of, you're a tech guy. Has, don't, what, has, don't you know these and, things? And here's a show that's going to be in large part about pirate radio. This is the kind of thing that should be on I 6.160. I don't, I don't know. Have, have we been given the boot? Uh, I haven't done anything wrong. In I don't think stuff. I said anything. <laughs> no, well, it, Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're not particularly liked. And let's, that wouldn't surprise me. Yes. Let's see what Brother Brad has to say. He said, when, when, when you uh, mentioned it, I checked 6.160 and you are on. And that makes sense. Once again, I mean, I hope, I, I, I hope to, what, what is, what, he's been bounced around. What is Tim Tron's uh, regular uh, time on the air? Because I, again, uh, on occasion, and I've, I've listened to, to Timtron uh, when there's been a refeed or something on the internet because I don't get a very good signal on any of the WBCQ well, frequencies here. I'm not on shortwave. My program isn't on shortwave, so I generally don't pay attention to what's going on around sure. me. Although it should be on shortwave. That's questionable. Um, <laughs> there was a time where I was listening to the Area 51 stuff on Saturday, but it led right into my program and I had it, my show was suffering for it. So hmm. I stopped. Okay. I, I talked to Larry about that. That more or less <laughs> makes sense, yeah. And uh, also, Mason, uh, okay, that was uh, that was a, that was the same email I got five minutes earlier. Okay, well, regardless, I stated I was going to talk about pirate radio briefly, but I'm going to give you a, lo- a long excerpt 
of uh, what Pirate Radio sounded like just a couple of months before I got the knock on the door and was uh, involuntarily retired from from the radio biz, so to speak, because for, uh, well, ever ever since the the ship, the Sarah, uh, went under, so to speak, I have represented the tattered and uh, and rather fucking frayed remnants of Radio New York International because it's a service, well, you know, it's a service I've kept alive for uh, for approximately 35 years after the original uh, offshore incarnation of Radio New York International was removed from the airwaves by the government and the FCC. Kind of like what they did to me back in, uh, in late 1989 because t- time is the thief of my of my muddled and regularly failing memory these days. People ask me, oh, tell me some of those great pirate radio stories. I don't remember. LF, it's much more likely that you remember far more about the pirate scene and what went on at the old facility in Brooklyn than I do. Well, I think that has everything to do with your, your focus on what you were doing. Well, my focus is always in the now, as right. you know. Always, yeah. You're not, you're not so much a past guy. You never really have been. Exactly. Uh, particularly after those guys with guns and a battering ram showed up in my studio door. And it was a long gun. (laughs) Why would they show up with something? I I guess they showed up with a long gun so that when I opened the door, I realized, these motherfuckers are serious. Those were the federal marshals. Right. Up until then, the FCC didn't have any enforcement branch. Right, true. So they could send you letters or type at you. Yeah, And, and they still don't have any enforcement branch, although they've got laws in their favor now. For example, if I'm a pirate broadcaster and uh, I'm broadcasting from a building that I'm, I'm renting an apartment in, the owner of that building can and would be held responsible if he or she didn't get me off the air. And the fines can be rather significant. Hmm. So, uh, yes. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. No, that, that's, uh, those are recent laws, I believe, passed within the last year or so. Uh, those are factual. And, 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 and yes, James, they did show up uh, at my door, not on a show night. Clever, crafty motherfuckers. They showed up on a weekday so as to, I guess, you know, take me by surprise. Now, I was laying about the place in my underwear watching TV. Uh, don't get excited. And uh, they sure did take me by surprise and take much of my broadcasting equipment away with them, which ended my run as a Brooklyn pirate of minimal popularity. I mean, we, we had a following. Yeah, we, did, we definitely had a following. We had a, a solid following on Saturday nights at midnight. Yes, we did. And uh, you know, you you never forget your first FCC bust. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, it was also my last. I, I always said, you remember, I'd always said, hey, when they finally come for me, that's it. I'm through. Done. No, it had no been reasons. years in the coming, though. It had been years. Oh, it was like well, four plus years that we got away, so to speak, uh, with, with doing what amounted to an early version of the extravaganza on WJPL FM. No, there was no AM. And uh, again, today's pirate radio of the type I did, is it's non-existent on FM. It's unnecessary. It's even dumb because there are no open frequencies anymore. You've got translators of AM stations all over. And particularly in New York City, uh, you've got pirates masquerading as uh, they're, they're, they're transparents. They're, they're masquerading. Transparents. They're masquerading as legitimate radio stations. And many of them have uh, legitimate local advertisers. So if you tune them in, you would think, hey, this is a licensed station. Uh-uh, no, not at all. But then again, nobody, for the most part, and if you know otherwise, you let me know, nobody tunes the AM or FM bands anymore. DXing, that, that's fucking done. DXing has been relegated to 
shortwave, yeah. which is why it still attracts pirate operators, right? And, and my best to all those pirates. Yeah, I'm still for, yeah, I you know, go pirates. That's a different, you know, that's like a short form. It's a, it's a different type of thing. Obviously, you know, they go on for short periods of intervals and yeah. whatnot. Well, for the most part, they're there for the same reason that listeners in other countries would listen to this show. It's something they can log. Well, I'm going to get a QSL card for this. I was never into QSL cards. I consider it to be like spray painting. Uh, kind of, to an extent. But pirate radio is also dead, well, in large part because of the internet, where in all likelihood you're going to attract a much larger audience. But first of all, radios were presets for the longest time now. That's the norm. So finding an audience today would be quite a fucking chore. And again, between the AM translators and those active pirates in the New York City area, even even the Haitians that arrived at our once golden shores, I think they come here now strictly to set up pirate radio stations. I don't. Maybe it's cultural. You know, pirating on FM though would just it would just be plain fucking stupid. LF. Indeed, most of Brooklyn's pirates, twenty twenty three, they're Haitians. They're Haitians and they're Spanish. And yeah, there's also the occasional Orthodox Jewish station, and they are definitely ignored, and probably for good reason. I don't know if money is changing hands, but uh, they're ignored by the FCC. Mm-hmm. There's a, a bunch of. Uh FM pirate stations in Texas, and uh, my understanding is the main thrust behind them is the secession movement. Texas is secession. What they claim to be right, Texas that, is that, secession. That, that makes sense, and would also make sense to me then that the uh, that the authorities would want to come after them for their contrary and perhaps uh, noxious and harmful. Sedition. Propaganda. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and sedition uh, can get you a uh, serious jail time. Unlike what we do here, which can get you uh, serious Bellevue time, and uh, th- that day is coming. But um, um, see, m- my operation back in the day, uh, my operation of a pirate station and those of the other notable uh, New York City pirates in the mid-80s, we were targeted. And indeed, in my case, I was targeted because as the uh, as the late FCC New York City field office head honcho, Judah Monsbach, once said, and besides, you're dirty. They didn't like me because I was dirty. But they will minimally bother those foreign language stations because of their signals, shows replete with advertising. Those stations, see, the other difference is we were proud pirates. You'll hear... Uh, shortly, what used to be the show open, the JPLFM, where we were pretty much taking them on. Uh, but uh, those stations, those Haitians, for example, they don't present as pirates. They, you know, they blend in. They want to sound legitimate. Those stations, uh, to me, they're not pirates in the true sense of the word because they're money-making operations. Nobody goes, ah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except here on ah and ah. And they also claim to be serving an underserved audience. See, they get away. We're a minority group. You know, you know those, those guinea greaseball goombas in Brooklyn, what the fuck were they doing? That's right. They serve an underserved audience and they have long used that excuse and apparently is still using that excuse to legally skirt the law, therefore making the FCC's efforts to close them down... Um, Less than an easy raid away from completion, such as what was the case with JPLFM? Right. Yeah. Okay. What, would you, what, would you, <laughs> you're expecting something from yeah, me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 no, I, I agree. Yeah, Not I, to mention, so I will. Uh, Many of those pirates were located in rather sketchy, dicey neighborhoods. Right? They were located in the hood. And the FCC agents were a tad skittish 
about going into those places. And I, who the fuck can blame them? The Marlboro Project. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's something else to get to. Yeah. Right? Who can blame them for their uh, uh, reticence? To go after pirates that may have had them walking the plank, if you know what I mean. Right. So, uh, long after uh, WJPL-FM was deleted, as Dusty would say. And by the way, again, there was no WJPL-FM. Go figure. Uh, one local Haitian powerhouse that seemed to be on 24-7. They were still at it long after I got raided. 24-7 in almost 365 days a year, they were doing this. So, uh, white privilege? Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I, it was the best radio years for me. I really, you know, I I, I was learning a lot. Um, I was hanging out with some cool people. Um, you know, it, it was a wonderful way to grow up. Uh, obviously, my politics have changed, but we're able to have a civil conversation, which is good. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, there, and some things haven't changed at all. For example, back in your early days at JPL FM, uh, you'd be sitting uh, on the on the edge of the couch uh, smoking bowls. And here we are, 35 years later, and you're sitting on the edge of the couch <laughs> Smoking balls. Do I get this? Can I smoke? Can I do that? What? Can I smoke now? Why not? Oh, okay. I don't don't care. Just just because I'm on I don't want to detriment your program. You're like, what? You got to be really quick when you give me the cue because I'm going to forget what I said, man. Oh, it it certainly wouldn't bother me. As I say, I'm on sabbatical because I smoked once this year, and when I did, it uh, it just didn't feel at all right. Uh, Regardless, before we get to the air check here, uh, pirating in in New York City is, is not what it once was with these translators duking it out with the pirates. And it makes it hard for those unlicensed, excuse me, for those licensed translators to ever be heard. And the FCC, which is still way too understaffed to catch most of these people, you know. Uh, they seem to be impotent in getting those folks to shut down their operations, although these new laws might really help. Your station was was turning out some really different programming now. I uh, mean, yeah. And, but, you know, and I, I feel safe and comfortable saying that. Um, yeah, you, you know, between a uh, real hybrid, you know, obvious music requests. Well, the uh, thing, the, our music calls. was really all eclectic, over the place. Yeah, yes. eclectic <laughs> would be the word to use for sure. Uh, but then, you know, also politics, uh, any sort of talk radio, you, you know, you filled that gap, not for nothing. And the thing that I really like the most, and I'll say it before you run the clip, is our callers always had shtick. Oh, you'll I hear mean, some tonight. Sometimes the callers <laughs> were, were, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yes. Yeah. I think that clip from tonight is, 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 yeah, there's a little shtick yeah, in it. Yeah. I say, I just selected it at random and it is what, you know, uh, but, uh, today, pirate radio, the internet has yeah. done away with it. it. It has made pirate radio essentially unnecessary. And, uh, pirate radio, therefore, in this day and age with digital tuners, you know, nobody's going to accidentally come across a pirate. Uh, and therefore, the internet listeners, they're always going to be much more. And, uh, since the original offshore sound is bound to get around, uh, when that also uh, met up with the feds and the FCC just three days, three fucking days into its seafaring shenanigans. Well, it posed uh, a threat to a multi-million dollar industry. You're damn right. It did. It did. And, uh, I say, I, I had to look up the date, uh, when we went belly up. But pirate radio is something I still recall with, with great fondness. No desire to ever fucking do it again as it's like, what? Now, 35 plus years, ma, don't for me, a long time since we did that stuff, since I did my last pirate radio broadcast. So, I, you know, I can safely say I'm 
well past that. I, I'm over that shit. Also, a credit to you is you've always adapted. Whatever the format was, you've adapted yourself to it. Yeah, remember when we were on WWCR, the call letters of which stood for Worldwide Christian Radio? Alan, Alan H. Wiener always used to say, JL, you know just how far and how to walk that line. Never going over the line, you know, never getting yourself or us kicked off the station, but being you. Yep, and you managed to do that. Yeah, yeah. and somehow I managed to do that. And uh, then, then, of course, well, when we, when we were on WWCR, uh, we were effectively legitimate with some reservations. That because, felt strange. Yes, because we were on stations that would not allow us to use the language, the language we did when we were in control of the transmitters. Yeah. And for a while, we did, you know, heal to their rules. We tried to continue our mission to offer a real alternative to all those corporate communication cisterns. And, and we were gifted with airtime. Uh, well, we were in part gifted with airtime. We did buy our airtime on WWCR. And yeah, uh, there were a couple of other stations. I don't remember what they were. WRNO, I think, had us on for a while. on for a while, and it was the Costa Rica thing. I yeah, think, yeah, well. yes. Uh, Radio for Peace International. That was it. That was it. Yeah. And on, and on those stations, I was effectively doing an early version of the Extravaganza, albeit you know, I wasn't using that name, but it was really uh, Radio New York International in its nascent form. Well, that was my point, dude. You've constantly evolved. Yeah. As the years have gone by. Well, if you don't evolve in this business and you become stagnant, your listeners are likely to get bored with you as they should. And you know, folks, I was saying uh, one day that I was going to find and play some of those shows uh, showing the roots of the 11L Network, and you're going to hear some tonight. Uh, but it's so much better. I don't believe I'm saying this. It's so much better to be legal, to know that someone's not going to come knocking on the door unless it's my neighbor complaining that they can't hear the station they normally listen to on the on the frequency that my little FM transmitter allows the audio to get around the facility with. But um, no, thanks to WBCQ, where programming restrictions or content restrictions are non-existent, uh, we can do as we wish. And, of course, I thank Alan Wiener and the staff and mismanagement for that because uh, they've, well, he's effectively responsible for making this mess for the last 24 years, the sole responsibility of WBCQ. Not me, not me, but, hey, if things go south, then blame WBCQ. I, I didn't yeah. do nothing. Alan's going under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> right, or, or under the locomotive, in my case. Yeah, I, we are now in our 24th year here on, uh, on Planet Radio. And what a rich broadcasting legacy. <laughs> It's like a rich Brooklyn accent. Yes, that's a, yeah. I leave that behind every show. Yeah, but uh, it's a rich broadcasting legacy in my mind, in our minds. Yes, indeed. And our minds are not particularly sound. You realize that? Else we would be doing something other than broadcasting. I'm pretty honest about myself these days. Just so you know, I look in the mirror before I go live. It's, you know, you've pretty much like, always been no uh, persona. It's straight, yeah. You know? No, there, there is, and, and of course, much the same with me. I don't have a persona. You know, I sound just like this when I'm not talking into a microphone. He really and, does. Yeah. Yes. And by the way, as for all those broadcasters that do not appreciate what we do, uh, fuck them. That's all I can say. Fuck them where they breed, as a, as, as a co-worker of mine used to say. And uh, now, without further ado, because I know you've all been anxiously awaiting to hear some classic JPL FM for about the next 15 minutes or so, uh, sit back and enjoy, question mark, classic pirate radio. The center of entertainment. 
That's right. You are riding on the Midnight Express. Johnny Lightning at the throttle of the Midnight Express. Once in the Midnight Express. God, I wish I could shake this cold. Well, nonetheless, we are advising caution as the, uh, the third rail is alive. And so was the music we just heard from Alvin Lee. What are we going to screw up next tonight here at JPL? Woo! That's my kind of rock and roll. Hey, we haven't made it official yet. Let's make it official, ladies and gentlemen. If you can call this living. 30 Radio. Disgusting. Filthy Bad Radio. That's Bad Radio. Irresponsibility. Yes, that's that. On the FM dial. Personally, I've listened to the radio station, and I don't think they should allow such stuff on the FM. Absolutely. You have the number of the FCC. Terrible, terrible. I think it sucks, okay? You can quote me. At this time, Radio 11L, the Big 11, the Big L, Brooklyn's own WJPL begins another exciting broadcast. WJPL's here to provide a real alternative to the unlistenable crap that passes for radio in this town. So don't touch that dial or I'll kill you. Quite totally. He's been waiting to entertain you here on your radio. Wonderful guy, now let's go. Let's go play this one for Rich. Ah, the good time in pirates slipping and sliding across your FM dial. That means we're drifting. Drug-free and still wacky. We're gone. I'm WJPL. Patty Smite. I've always been smitten with her. I've wanted to. I'd do that, babe. Like, wouldn't have second thoughts, of course. The week I've had, I'd do any babe without second thoughts at this point. Okay, Radio 11L, WJPL. Just... Rocking along in its usually strange manner with John Lightning at the controls. Let's see. Do we have a request for Sal coming up like in about 15 seconds? We don't have that yet? Okay, let's uh, please give me a jingle because there are so many things I this have to do. This is 92LFM from Brooklyn, New York. JPL-FM for yours truly, Johnny Lightning, who's kind of like an old diesel train. You know, quite often these days when I jump in the sack, I just can't make the grade, which is one reason never to marry a railroad man. Shocking Blue on 92, JPL, FM. My goodness. Thank you, Sal. I wanted to hear this song. Have you been broken hearted once or twice? What a guy. If it's yes, how did you feel at this first line? If it's no, you need it's good, it's fine. Never marry a railroad man. He loves you.
Johnny Lightning. I'm sorry about that. My parents are sorry about that too. Shocking blow. Never marry a railroad man. Not if uh, you want to ever see a dime. Folks don't make a lot of money. They're weird, they're strange, they're dirty, they're filthy. But how would you get to work without them, right? I know, a lot quicker. Johnny Lightning here on JPLFM taking care of business. Whoops, is that an excretory comment? I mean, after all, when a dog goes to the bed... Oh, never mind. I guess I'm just having one of those days. Actually, I'm having one of those lives. The J.A. Ah, thank you. Riding that Jefferson airplane, soon leaving the station, will be the Midnight Express. Out. Okay. Those people, they get me annoyed. Ladies and gentlemen, John Lightning, JL, on 11L Radio, WJPL, where every weekend is, uh, is one where the, uh, the rock and roll radio greats meet. That's right. You heard those other grating rock and roll radio greats. Well, we've got, we've got the real ones here. And, uh, okay, laugh if you will, and I know you are. Good morning, my friends. Thanks once again for being with us this morning, where our phone lines are remarkably open once again. They're open to you. And we'd like to hear from you. And play a tune or two for you. So check in with the front desk right now, won't you please, at area code 718-633-3010. And we will reserve some airtime for you on JPL 633-3010. Here for you at 92. Well, 91.9, but for you folks out there with digital radios, we want to get it straight for you. It's WJPL saving you. Hey, let us entertain you. Okay, we're going to entertain the uh, the unknown uh, metalhead out there. We've got some Metallica queued up for this unknown lady who likes her rock raw and raunchy. And Metallica is coming your way right now, along with lots more rock and roll and jazz and country and R&B and whatever else I happen to find. I mean, it's some, some kind of weird shit or another. We'll have it here on JPL, yes, sir. Okay, boy, when they end, you never have no idea. It's like, you sit, you wait, you watch the clock, you look at the CD. The yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to read the, shut up, hard to read the grooves on it. Johnny Lightning on JPL indoors, where hopefully you are too, because the weather outside just, conti- lots and lots of, re- people and animals have been pairing off in twos. You know, two of a kind, including uh, Havre and Havre. I <laughs> uh, hope they uh, stack a load of latex condoms on Newark. JPL FM 633-3010, still the telephone number, once again, wide open for your requests. We've got one going out to Sharon. Good evening, good morning, Sharon. Good to hear from you as always. We're going to get on some Hendrix for you. Why? Because we can't find the deep purple you also wanted to hear. We don't have everything. We're working on it, though. I tried backing a truck up to NEWFM the other day. I couldn't get it in the loading dock, and then they started giving me a hard time. What do you mean you're here for records? I said, well, what the fuck? You know, what are you doing with them? You don't play records. It's CDs. They've got shelves full of records. The biggest record library in all of rock and roll radio, but they don't play them, so for God's sakes, I want you all, all my 11L listeners, all of you, <laughs> get on the phone. Please, Monday, during normal business hours. Like, like, I guess they have abnormal business hours, too, about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Ah, and they get stupid. Uh, give them a call and tell them. John Lightning, give them the address and tell them. Send all the records here because... Well, chances are we won't play them anyway, but just in case you should happen to request one of them, it'll be here for you at 92-11-LWJPL-633-3010. Give us a ringy-dingy right now, okay? Thank you. It's uh, slightly wacky. And it's... It's wacky. Yeah, we didn't have the best of jiggles. With Mr. Hendrix. 
but I'm going to fade him out. Because I don't feel like hearing another song. That's the way it goes some nights. You can uh, never be entirely sure. On 11 LWJPL, John Lightning back. We're not with you last Saturday night. You might have noticed that's because uh, there was a party. There was an affair to go to. Yeah, people always talking about going to affairs. I'm going to an affair. I cheat on my wife. Actually, it was quite a, quite a custom party last week. My, so I, you know, I went. Normally, I, I don't even step out of character, right? But I smeared some garbage all over myself and went dressed as primetime TV. <laughs> JBLFM. Yes, the uh, page six of radio stations with the air personality who has no business being on the radio, and damn it, he knows it, but does it anyway. And hey, while most radio stations are displaying about as much variety as CBS FM uh, has dynamic range, we're playing it all here tonight on 11 Now We've got great taste, and uh, we taste great, we're less filling, and uh, so eat up. Of course, I dare you to keep it all down. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Muggy, dirty air. <clears throat> God, in my backyard, I don't water the flowers, man. I dust them. This, this neighborhood is shot. That's my New York, home of the uh, coin-operated fireboxes. They've got, they'll do anything to raise a buck in this area. Koch, the man's got to go. Say, so we've got a request for some live Neville Brothers. And uh, I don't know who the hell made that. Oh, thank you. Here's the album. Uh, oh, good evening, Elliot. We'd like to hear some live Neville Brothers. So we're going to play that in a moment. Once, Once again, again, it's, it's great, great radio. radio. At 91.9 FM. That's an opinion. WJPL. The hottest radio station on the planet. That's debatable. And uh, thankfully, I'm in my uh, antisocial will power. And I might be able to collect enough to buy a real transmitter. No, we haven't played this jingle bed in a long time, and you'll find out why now. This is terrible, really. And this is Johnny Lightning. And, uh, we've got plenty more music coming your way. What else would we be doing here on Radio 11 LWJPL? George wants to hear some weird comedy. I don't know what that means. I'll tell you what. I'll play this, uh, this rubber up for safety PSA because I think it's pretty hilarious. You probably won't, but see if I should again. Six three 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 zero one zero. The telephone line is open again, so if you've been trying to get through, you can do it right now. And here on JPL, we create the unique sound in New York town. We create the unquiet storm. Yes, friends, sound and fury signifying something and something special in our case. Because we bring you a proud mix of rock and more and radio personalities that actually have personality. Can you believe it? Listening to me, probably not. I lie through my teeth, as if there's any other way. I can always type something out or send a fax. I'll have a fax machine, so I'll probably have one of those before a microwave. Well, nonetheless, good morning. We're proud to be with you right here in the barrel. That's the ultimate melting pot. Yeah, it's got a little bit of everything here, Brooklyn, and sue do we. Sue do we? Sue me! A couple of my uh, tenants are trying to do that. It's not going to get them anywhere. Nonetheless, we remain 91.9's great pirate radio station. Is the phone line open again? Good, slip right on in there. We've got some weird comedy, some rare Beatles, Lord knows what else. These guys did a lot of drinking, man. But 
but please, if you will, struggle along with us. It's going to be worth your while on JPL. As a matter of fact, thank you. Ah, there's the PSA. We've got the, got the brand new, all too incredibly new, rubber up for safety PSA right here. You know, I'm sure you've seen the subway ads. Man on man defense, male bonding. Good God, what's happened to my America? Edwin's getting pissed now. Hey, you know, I'm not homophobic, man. I just think it's pretty tacky. Have you seen these commercials? Very few stations are running them. See, they've, they've got this male actor. He comes out and he does, he does something like this. Finally, we kissed. Then he asked if I enjoy safer sex. I've never felt so good about saying yes. I mean, come on, I've never felt, that's right, I've never felt so good about saying yes. I, I mean, come on. It's like, I've never felt so good about maybe catching an extremely deadly disease. What are they trying to say? Oh, the oh for God's sake. And, and if you've noted these ads, you know, hombre and hombre, man on man defense, male bonding, the O, always the O in these ads, is a little rolled up condom, okay? If you haven't seen them on the trains, um, you won't have to after you hear this PSA that those people have produced. This is a, uh, uh, you be the judge. That doesn't sound like it. Okay, why don't you give me the right card? God, why does it always happen this way? Why does it always happen this way? Why do I keep showing up here to do this? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to try once again to get this up for you. Please pardon our, uh, our mechanical and technical errors. We got it now? Yes. Hey, kids. Thank you. What time is it? Time to rubber up for safety. Rubber up. If you back door bang, better rubber up. If you send it home, I'd like to suck that bone. If you're a health smart home, you had better rubber up. Yes, this was the bed that we didn't talk over. I'm John P. Lightning with Aleph Midwood. We're listening to uh, listening to some classic WJPL. I can barely talk tonight. All right, I'll shut up. If you like to get it in the rear, use a latex condom. If Ladies and gentlemen, another new all-time low. We set them every week here on JPL-FM. We're the only radio station in town who've received a copy of that PSA. And yes, we will play it again for you later this evening so you can get those tape recorders rolling because I all know that every one of you are going to want a copy of that so you can play it for your friends and say, these people have to be locked away. Should have happened a long time ago, but it hasn't yet. Okay, look, uh, look for those ads uh, appearing on a train near you. It's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, it's just unbelievable. Only CBS TV, I believe, has actually uh, run that ad that I mentioned before, and and it was selective. It, uh, no, that's right. It, it didn't run that ad. It it ran another one. Uh, 
Yeah, and I mean, the ad is tacky and it's pretentious, but come on, I mean, are we going to continue to pretend AIDS is just like, it's just going to go away, right? Yeah, let's, uh, let's pretend men don't fuck men and uh, maybe no one will get sick, right? <sighs> I mean, are they worried about offending people? I mean, okay, the ads are in bad taste, maybe, but people are dying of a virus that can be contained, okay? And TV and radio is not going to tell those jokes that still don't know how, how. We've got a request for Santana, ACDC, the Crumb Suckers, them there Beatles, and whole lots of other stuff. We're going to get to all of it in due time. Right now, let's swing into Santana on 91.9, where we've got lots more strange stuff coming your way. So by no means do you dare to touch that dial, because if you do, I want you to know that our engineering staff has planted very small, almost microscopic, nuclear explosive devices in your FM tuna. That's right, in the dead of night when you're asleep. The staff and mismanagement of JPL ain't. <laughs> Fun radio! WJPL for New York City. Ah, fun radio indeed is 11L Radio WJPL in New York City. The telephone line is busy right now, so you know, if you're calling and you want to break him right now, forget about it because we have somebody I think that wants to go on the air and for the first time in two weeks we'll find out if that part of the 11L system is operational. Good morning, you are possibly on WJPLFM. Hey, <laughs> John. Oh, there he is. Good morning, pal. How are you? What's going on? What's going on? There's one thing that really... Wait, wait a minute. Before, before you say another word, so what's this about you're ready to go on right after my next week bit? Well, lots of bits. Kibbles and bits, you know? There's lots of weak bits. Okay. I mean, there's some good bits, there's some weak bits, there's strong bits. All right, get on with it. Good, good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, John. How you doing? What's on your mind? What's on my, oh, my mind. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so to speak. There's something that in the Question news... Question mark over that comment. Shut up. Mm. Uh, there, there are a couple of things that have been going on in the news. One thing that got me real crazy. You know the bit that they're having on with uh, the, uh, the safe sex that they put out? Yeah, I, I believe, I just, men- believe I just mentioned that like mere moments ago. Did you? Ah, uh, about for not. What radio station are you listening to right now, Dave? It shows I tune in and out, you know. I, I was watching uh, the grassroots on, on the uh, Country Western Network. Okay. Um, anyway, the thing, you know what I'm talking oh, yeah. about, that, that thing we did, talked about the safe sex, you right, know, right. the commercial that they wanted to put on television, all the networks just bumped it. Yeah, we, we were just talking about uh, this guy saying, yes, I never felt so good about saying yes and catching a fatal disease and dropping dead. I mean, my, my point, my anger, you know, I have nothing against gays, you know. You what, hold nothing or, against gays, right? I, I absolutely have <laughs> nothing against gays. But uh, the thing that gets me is, is why do this commercial? Why do a commercial for safe sex? Is there any, any well, should I delete my cursing out? There's any, any blank morons, any fucking morons out there. There you go. There you go. Feel better? We have no idea that there's AIDS out there and they should be doing safe sex. What? I okay. guess. Don't get me stuck. <laughs> well, hey, you, you get, should. get the ceiling stained. I guess that's not good. <clears throat> look, why not, why not just say, look, condoms can prevent you from catching the AIDS virus when having sex, but they offer no guarantee against infection. If they'd say that in an ad, I can live with the ad. Not this, we sat down, I wined them, I dined them, I brought out the flowers, the lights went down, no, and the next thing I knew he was sucking on my knob, but there was a condom on it, and he didn't enjoy it too much, I didn't enjoy it too much, but neither one of us caught any diseases, and we're not going to crow. Come on. <laughs> really, it, it just, if people don't know about it by now, then 
No one deserves to get AIDS. I won't say that. But, My but goodness, safe sex, it's a fraud. They deserve to have whatever comes upon them. You know, it's like, come on, people don't read the newspapers, they don't know what's going on, they don't know anything about, you know... It's like, uh, remember the good old days with Tuffy the Toot and all that, man. Now, now we got you know Charlie the Condom walking down the street. Hey, hi! Don't forget to put me on before you fuck another guy. Hey, okay, sure enough. Jesus, you know it's it's, it's a strange culture we live in. <laughs> well, thank goodness it's not the same, but we're the same. We get no better, we get no worse. We just we just well. continue to be. Oh, shut up. Okay, Dave, as always, I want to thank you for uh, having the tenacity to uh, call in and uh, give us a hard time here at JPL-FM. We've got your request queued up. We'll probably get to it within an hour and a half, two hours, so stick around. My pleasure. Mine, too. There we go. He hung up before I even got a chance to say thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, screw him. 633-3010, the telephone number at JPL-FM, no matter what you want to do, if you want to hang out and talk with us, if you want to make a request, if you want to tell us, get off the air. <laughs> we hear that so many times a night, we don't need to hear it again, really, but you know, if that's the way you feel. 633-3010 still gets you in touch with the best damn radio station on any planet. JPL FM. music leader. That's correct. WJPL. Music
That's Nilsson. Remember him, he was famous for a little while because he was hanging out getting drunk with John Lennon. Drinking Buddy of the Stars, that's one way to become successful, maybe even famous. Possibly rich. I don't know if he did, and I can care less. You're breaking my heart, you're tearing it all apart. So bug off, sucker. And prior to that wonderful tune, by the way, that went out to Bobby Beatles. And before that, for Herbie, a little BS society from none other than the swinging crumb suckers right here in the swinging sound of Radio 11L WJPL FM with much more music. WJPL Music Now! Live rock and roll on JPL, where only we here in the 11L studio have to watch the doors, okay? So don't worry, they're not going to open up behind you, and the next thing you know, whoa, be safe, you're right here. You know, if we watch the doors, of course, that also helps keep the riffraff out, although some people may say that the riffraff is already here because the pirate crew is here. And I'm not going to argue the point, folks. Hey, next stop on the Midnight Express is Atlanta. That's right, Atlanta, going to hear from the Atlanta Rhythm Section, uh, better known as the ARS. You know, they had a logo and all that. I thought they were damn good. As a matter of fact, I thought they were one of the best hit music AOR, CHR bands of the 70s. What was that, Baba? I said that sounds like a format. Thank you, Michael. Uh, unfortunately, yes, the ARS format is uh, largely forgotten today. Um, uh, Mike to the front desk. Uh, and if hardcore is your bag or it's, it's metal you need, uh, if it's in our library, we'll be glad to play it. So uh, maybe. I really shouldn't say that because I still hate Metallica. But I did play it, okay? See? Uh, but we've, uh, you know, we've got all kinds of stuff here, and we're aiming to please you, so select your favorite sounds by uh, calling our librarian here at 633-3010. Eat shit. 63, that was uh, for the check on the line. Give us a call at 633-3010 and uh, reach out and touch our librarian, but please, gently, he's... An old guy. Call now. The uh, line is open. The jerk is off. 633-3010. And select. Don't settle. At WJPL. There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a Scott Rooks or a child. Cruz says do it Idlewild. Call to FIFA. Where are you? Hopefully not park outside the 11L facility. WJPL, we just heard something from a new band, or at least from their first and newest release. That's why it's their newest. Masters of Reality, one called Getting High, a little boogie from that group. Neil Young, an oldie from him, one called Revolution Blues. Of course, we're sending that one out to all those dead Chinese students and all you live ones, too, out there putting up the good fight. And before that, Delbert McClinton. What a dumb name. I want to do somebody named Norbert, dumb guy. There's a holdup in the Bronx. Brooklyn's broken out in fights. There's a traffic jam in Harlem that's backed up to Jackson Heights. There's a scout troop short a child. Cruz says, do it, I know wild. Car 54, where are you? I'm not going to get into any details except to say, you know, I thought we had a good thing going. It's looking like it's working. No matter what I do, she's into material possessions. More. I want this. Take me here. Buy me that. I want to go out. Dinner. Meal. Friends. Even in the sun. Materialism. Like, come on. I'm, I'm tired of it. <laughs> I mean, she wants... 
Yeah, yeah, just about. I mean, she wants the world for me. And I told her, I said, look, if you want the world, put on WINS in 22 minutes, you'll have it. Uh, 633, that was terrible. 633 is the telephone number. It's busy now. What, 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 what? Uh, we have a gentleman who would like to go on the air to, he, to help you out with that quote you were trying to get right. Oh, okay, uh, fine then. Sure. All right, swell. Let's go right to our semi-busy phones and say, good morning. You're on JPLFM. Yeah, I, I may be drunk, but I know my Mark Twain quotes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a Mark Twain. Uh, tra- Mark Twain, yes. And he said there is a strange sort of providence which sees two drunks and small boys on their way home. <laughs> well, Edwin Armstrong will be glad to hear that. <laughs> well, that's what uh, another name for providence, Edward Armstrong. <laughs> that's the name he uses in the back room. Come yes. here, little boy. If there are little boys in Providence, Ed is... Uh, let's not pick on Ed. That's I mean, right. Providence, Rhode Island. That's where they are. It's, There's a big scene up there. Maybe, yeah. maybe Ed Ed works on weekends as Kinko the Clown. <laughs> Ed is... Uh, Ed is fortunately not here with us tonight. Thank God. The are reared properly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one, so I hit the floor. You, you'd have to know Ed Armstrong, and then... You'd be terrified. So uh, what, what else is going on out there in drunkard land tonight? Just... We're drinking Polish vodka, yeah. Is it, is it any good? Oh, oh, I've got here... Uh, I was just brought... Thank you. God bless you. Uh, some, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it, if it works for drinking purposes. You tell me it's like it doesn't... It, it won't do anything. It's like fruit juice. Okay, but, uh, you know, me, I... I well... I, 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 Stop babbling. I'll give you a good alcohol seduction tip. There is a brand new stylish naya on the way into the country. Yeah. It is taken only from the center of the vats. I mm-hmm. think they're going to call it stylish naya gold. Now, you know how stylish naya has very little flavor. Uh, you mix it with orange juice. Well, it's vodka. It's not supposed to have flavor. You can have the babe spread eagle on the bed within yes. a half an hour. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> how, do you, how, do you, how do you spell this? Now, this is just regular stylish naya. S-T-O-L-I-C-H. Uh, Got yeah. it. That's good stuff. Now, this <laughs> stuff is going to be about $30 a bottle, and it is guaranteed to have even less flavor than a regular 100-proof stylish <laughs> But it's also guaranteed... It is going to be seductus maximus. In other words, <laughs> you, you are guaranteeing that it will have her clothes off and have her spread eagled on the bed, tied to the bedpost, and completely under Johnny Lightning's control within, oh, say, half an hour. Even a nun. Even a nun you'll be able to do it to. <laughs> I'm not well, really that's much that's because he ain't getting none. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to be into nuns, but I broke the habit. <laughs> oh, boy. Why do I do these lines? Why not? Nobody else is fool enough to, so I'll just take it all upon myself. What, what was that, my dear? Ask him if you'd like to join us. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Well, we've, got a, we've got Calvin Cooler here. <laughs> we don't need you, pal. <laughs> oh, boy, real... Real men, huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what the real men drink. Hey, Polly, I've got... If anybody here would be interested in securing ice, I have Southern Comfort. Oh, yeah. I mean, you folks want to sit down here and get sloppy drunk, I'll go for it in any... I've got... I've got you know, it's right there. It. Oh, you know, there was, there was no yeah, future in it. Some good times. But, yeah. I remember one time I was in the Menudo Grocery on uh, 40th Street and 5th Avenue in Sunset Park. Yeah. And she came into the store and um, she bought like $6 worth of grocery and she only had $5.75. Right. So she told the guy, I'll blow you for the difference. 
jeez. <laughs> really? Can we have her address next on the air here? Telephone that. We'll, we'll give her a call. She okay. This is Joe's oh. friend Willie. I got a good joke for you. Hey, Willie. Glad to have you, you on board. How come you can't rape Puerto Rican girls? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait a minute now. Wait a I'm minute. Should, 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 wait, 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 wait. Should, should we let this on the air, Mike? Might as well. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, set, set me up for that again. How come, How come you, you can't rape Puerto Rican girls? Beats me. Because they dropped their pants for you. Oh. That's terrible. I never should have given you the goddamn phone. Next <laughs> time you ask for the phone, I'm going to stick it up your ass. Hey, watch it now. That's uh, Ed's Providence. No, we, we did that line already. Let's leave Ed out of this. Ed gets left out of so many things. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, at that, you know, Ed, Ed was going to be down here tonight, actually. Uh, for, Notice um, how he comes for, up in every conversation. Yes. Yeah. No, no matter what we try and do, you you still have to mention Ed Armstrong. It's just, it's, I don't, I don't know why. I mean, you realize this is a guy who claims that his parents spent 15 years trying to find a loophole in his birth certificate. Every, everybody wants Ed Armstrong out of the picture. I got nothing against his proclivities. And um, the next drink will be for, um, since it's been 20 years, since 1969, let's drink to the hippies that are still wandering around the Catskills looking for Woodstock. Uh, I, <laughs> Do you know that I yes. was at the intersection Most of certainly. Route 87 and 17, Shuffer in New York, back in 1969? <laughs> And yeah, I go ahead. And I saw all these hippies in VW microbuses with roadmaps out. <laughs> this was last week you're talking about, right? No, this was 69. Yeah, I was up there for that. I got a question for you that no one's ever been able to answer. The, the oh, I will, I will. Of the I'm good at this. concert was the Woodstock oh, Music and Arts good. Festival. What kind of arts was it? Uh, what did they have? Uh, posters and stuff. That was it? Oh, lots of stuff, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. Nobody ever talks about the arts. They only talk about the music. But you know, you I were... was away at camp that summer. That's why Thank I was up there. Thank you into that microphone. Yeah. But you, one thing you were right about is the... We used to call it arts and farts. Yeah, right. Or arts and craps. They used to herd us into this room with this fat nun called Bulldog. Yeah. And she used to make us make pottery and shit. Lanyards? Wait, wait, she used, lanyards? To, she used to make you make pottery and then shit? In the pottery? Yes, yeah, she, she used yeah. to uh, make her own pot to and then she'd take it to her bedroom at night, and then she'd uh, massage herself and say, holy shit, holy shit. Oh, it just gets, well, look, you guys ain't doing any better, so... Uh, <laughs> I, uh, right. I agree. Ah, we were doing pretty decent. Well, I'll tell you what we're, what we're going to do. You're going to put on that song which says in it, show me the way to the next little girl? Uh... No, it said that. I wouldn't lie to you. And uh, here's our news item. Uh, before I even uh, get into that, I thought this was cute. <laughs> I just bounce off on a tangent. Earlier today, in Bowood County, Texas. Bowood right? County? Bowood County. I don't know where it is. I'm just... I read. That's all. I'm not too well at that. In Bowood County, Texas. A contest sponsored by a local pesticide company declared an insect from where else but Plano, Texas... To be the largest cockroach in the world. 
narrowly beating out Lee Atwater, ladies and gentlemen, who who is the uh, winner of this week's Sleaze of the Week award. I mean, is what what a guy, huh? I, that old blues guitar playing slimeball, ladies and gentlemen, who's out to save America from the scourge of liberal homosexuals. Johnny Lightning, his joke man, and other assorted people running around the joint here tonight, having the usual swell time. <laughs> and Armstrong is uh, is is not here tonight, I believe. Uh, Why we're having a swell time. <laughs> actually, what happened is I, uh, I I think he had to uh, had to take his seeing eye boy in for shots. So. He... <laughs> What kind of shots? <laughs> <laughs> Penicillin, at least. There goes the inside line. <laughs> uh, what's up? <laughs> Mike, what's on your mind? You keep waving at me like you want to read something. Oh, yeah, to me, I have so. this uh, notice that uh, my sister got. And uh, yeah. as you may know, my sister also is an employee of the uh, MTA. <laughs> Another one. Jesus. Yeah, so she got this uh, notice and on her desk. Uh, it says, to all employees from management, subject, revised retirement policy. Oh, no. Oh, yes. As a result of the reduction of money budgeted for departmental areas, we are forced to cut down on our number of personnel. Under the plan, older employees will be asked to go on early retirement, thus permitting the retention of younger people who represent our future plans. <laughs> Jeez. Therefore, a program to phase out older personnel by the end of the current fiscal year via retirement will be placed into effect immediately. Why, why didn't I get a copy of this? Uh, you must have just lost it or something. Overlook. The program will be known as RAPE. What? Retire aged personnel early. <laughs> Employees who are raped will be given the opportunity to look for other jobs outside our company. Provided that they are being raped, they can request a review of the employment records before actual retirement takes place. This phase, this phase of the operation is called SCREW, Survey of Capabilities of Retired Early Workers. All employees who have been raped or screwed may file an appeal, may file an appeal with upper management. This will be called a shaft. Study by higher authority following termination. <laughs> Under the terms of the new policy, employees may be raped once, screwed twice, but may be shafted as many times as the company deems appropriate. <laughs> if an employee follows the above procedures, he or she will be entitled to get herpes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Half herpes? Herpes. Half earnings for retired personnel's early severance. Oh, God. As herpes is considered a benefit plan, any, em any employee who has received herpes will no longer be raped or screwed by the company. <laughs> Management wishes to assure the younger employees who remain on board that the company will continue its policy to ensure that employees are well-trained through our special high-intensity training. High-intensity training. Here it comes. Known as shit. <laughs> the, com <laughs> the company takes pride in the amount of shit our employees receive. Uh, tell me, yeah. <laughs> we have given our employees more shit than any other company in the area. You betcha. If any employee feels he or she does not receive enough shit on the job, See a supervisor. Your supervisor is especially trained to make sure that you'll receive all the shit you can stand. <laughs> and that's that. Oh, my, my. Right. Oh, that leaves me pretty... 
speechless. I was going to say dumbfounded, but I was found dumb many years ago. So, and then I was struck. Oh, WJPL, thank you for that, Mike. That's, I don't know how that one, that one that must have blew right over my desk. Subways to be expected. I guess expected. that means you're going to retire early, Opa. Probably by the end of the week. WJPL Radio 11L, doing what we do well. Uh, we haven't quite deciphered what that is yet, but you'll be among the first to find out if and when we ever do. Well, it's time to get to our rock and roll news desk. <laughs> I'll do that at some point or another, even though it's pretty stupid stuff this week. But let's get it out of the way before we get back to the remaining request. Well, here's a news item for you, kids. <laughs> Eccentric superstar Michael Jackson. No shit. <laughs> Eccentric superstar Michael Jackson has brought his constant companion, Bubbles the Chimp. <laughs> Bubbles the ch- I can see Bubbles you know, being the name of like you know, a 43-year-old uh, scantily clad dancer working in a burlesque house down on 42nd Street. That I can about Bubbles the Chimp. Non- nonetheless, he has brought Bubbles the Chimp, or bought... <laughs> Take two. He has bought Bubbles the Chimp, a scaled-down Ferrari, which the ape has taken to driving around the singer's posh estate. <laughs> is not so. According, I mean, is this guy a wackadoo or what? According to the Globe, the simian-sized sports car cost Jackson $14,000, and the insurance on the monkey mobile set MJ back $20,000. Sick puppy, a sick monkey in his case. All right, here's another strange one, folks. When Mick Jagger and Keith Richards came back to their Amsterdam hotel at 5 a.m. after an evening of carousing recently, the star reports, yes, the star, it reports that the irrepressible Mr. Jagger phoned Rolling Stones drummer Charlie Watts. You know him, that's, that's the guy that runs, oh, no, 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 it's the bass player that runs around with the 13-year-olds. Well, she's 19 now, so he's able to marry her, right? Because she's, and, 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 and his son is going out with his mother and boy talk about her. Uh, nonetheless, he called Charlie Watts, awakening him, and he yelled, Is that my drummer boy? Why don't you get down here? Well, Charlie immediately raced up to Jagger's room and screamed, Don't you ever call me your drummer boy again. You're my singer, fucko. He then slapped Mick across his spacious mouth and stormed out. Although rumor has it that they've made up since. Of course, there's a, it's a tour upcoming and lots of moolah to be made. And last but not least, as we check this week's rock and roll desk, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, that was a bad effect. Ladies and gentlemen, in tribute to the king, the examiner quotes noted Elvis Presley impersonator Johnny Harrah as having turned down $3,000 from an unnamed radio station that wanted him to come on down to the studios and eat a jelly donut in tribute to the late great entertainer. (laughs) Only one? Well, you know, that would coincide with the reports I got earlier this week that Elvis is now managing a Dunkin' Donuts in Peoria. (laughs) Hey, maybe truth. It may be more the typical type of BS that you hear her on WJPL, but I said it, and as always, nobody really cared. We do have a request for, uh, for Bobby for some cheap trick, and after that, we've got a request for some dire straits. We're going to get it all out there. We're going to get out Bobby's request and Maul's request and maybe even a couple of more of my own, and you, you don't get nothing. Any- oh, you did give me a nice album. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I don't know. It's a live record. You expect people to start applauding. And Thank you. Oh, my. 11-0 radio, WJPL. Lightning has to put on his headphones so that he understands what, what it sounds like. Because sometimes... 
Hey, pretty good now. Okay, it's uh, when you have nothing better to say, you say it's 4.15 in the morning and we're winding down. It seems like such a long evening, Michael. I don't know. Thank you. It makes it sound like you weren't having a good time here this, this evening. I always have a good time here. Good. Look, well, and look. Only social life I have. <laughs> That's right. You might as well enjoy the remainder of your social life here at JPL. Okay. Here's a letter I got. Here's one I actually got from the president of the MTA. This is a real letter. CDM on it. This, mm-hmm. this, this, this one is the real letter. Are you insinuating mine wasn't real? <laughs> okay. I'm going to read this verbatim to show you how they try and get suck up to you. But first, I'm going to have some wine cooler. Righteous, righteous. Dear employee, they couldn't go so far as to... No. Dear employee, I am taking the time to write you. Hey, thanks! I am taking the time to write you. On the National Transit Appreciation Day. That's what it's uh, On the National Transit Appreciation Day. This guy probably spent like eons in college. To say thanks for a job well done. Obviously, he's never seen me on the job. I especially appreciate the attention you have paid to details while on the job. How does he know, Matt? Well, the extra effort you have made on behalf of our customers and the support and assistance you have given your co-workers and supervisors <laughs> every day, yeah, like fucking them to a standstill, right, okay. From the results we have achieved so far in 1989 and the feedback I have received from our customers, it is evident that, comma, through your hard work, comma, you have helped take the railroad to a new plateau. <laughs> That's not, we're supposed to be taking passages to their destinations, but we have taken the railroad to a new plateau. I am confident we will be able to meet the challenges of the future as we, oh God, I get worked up, as we attempt to refine our service, huh? Yes, refine our service quality and embark on a new marketing and advertising program. Oh, here we go, to attract new customers. And, of course, they'll probably have to raise the fare 25 to 30% to do it. A job well done. I definitely must have received somebody else's mail. Once again, thank you for hard work and loyalty. And thanks for the check every week, Pally. I believe we have a great team on board here at the MTA, and I look forward to future successes as we continue to work together. I've never even met this guy. All right, that's stroking railroad style, ladies and gentlemen. And Lord knows, when I get letters like that, I take them with the entire shaker of salt because it means exactly this much. Johnny Lightning. Who knows better, creeps? I know better. Believe me, one little screw up and I'd be history incredibly quickly. So, that's all with that. (laughs) Dear unemployed employee, it's been really miserable having you around and we're glad a shithead like you no longer works for the MTA. (laughs) By the way, when our telephone line is open, if you'd like to give us a call, we are accepting orders right now uh, for my first children's book. I'll be with you in a minute there, Michael. Uh, my first children's book will be coming out soon, and it's called Why Does Grandma Smell Like She Should Be Dead Already? That's right. <laughs> Why? Why Does Grandma Smell Like She Should Be Dead Already? We'll probably be rolling off the presses in a short while. I mean, really. 
they, they all smell that way. I figure either they all smell that way or it's some pediatric cologne that only these old codgers can appreciate. I don't I, I mean, other than like, you know, uh, I mean, all right, let me put it this way. The other day I'm walking track. I'm in Yonkers, all right? And uh, I'm walking out by the uh, Yonkers uh, sewage treatment plant that they have out there, you know? And I'm walking along and I sniffed the air and I went, <laughs> Grandma! <laughs> True story. Bad line. True story. Coming to you worldwide. Radio New York International. Featuring Johnny Lightning. On the air and on the way. On the air right now, Robert Ross. If I had known that I would live this long, I would have taken better care of myself. And done less by radio. Too much wine, women, and song can take a heavy toll on your health. Oh, I burned the candle and both hands. If I had it to do over, would I do it again? If I had known that I would live. Neither me or LF expected to live this long at all. I sure have raised a lot of hell in my day. I had my fun. I went too far and got carried away. But I sure paid for what I've done. I can't complain that I got a wrong deal. Cause I had a ball. And just considering how badly I feel. I'm lucky to be here at all But if I had known That I would live this long I would have taken better care of myself Too much wine, women and song Can take a heavy toll on your health Oh, I burned the candle at both ends If I had it to do over Would I do it again? If I had Care of myself. Too much wine. 
of New Haven, Connecticut, explains why he used Old Bond medicated powder. There was a tingling like a bad rash, like a prickly heat, and it turned into an oozing. The tingling went from tingling to oozing, and the ooze was kind of a mucusy blood, kind of a cracking with a dry flakiness all over it that came out of the Fakakta thing, and that's when I tried the Old Bond. And what happened as soon as you applied the Old Bond? It solidified into a chunky mass that was... Was adhering to all the hair. The hair here was covered with this oozy white chunky mass, like a, like a kind of an ooze, like a chunk, like a cream cheese. Mr. Glotsky, describe your symptoms after using the old bond for just one week. There was an oozing pus with the white cakey chunks of cream cottage cheese, and then it would fill with blood, and I would have to rinse oh. it and drain it. So I put on more powder. And then what happened was it began to bubble and spiral in there. Mr. Glotsky, <laughs> would you recommend Old Bond to your friends? Yes, it was good, and I would recommend it for anything except like a bloody ooze <laughs> with the puffing and the pus, because that turned into like a boil, and I had to have it looked at, and it was ingrown, and then they was plucking hairs, and it was a horrible, bad thing. But I won't eat in that restaurant no more, and they don't know me anyway. Higher, higher. Hi, I'm Joey D, formerly of Joey D and the Starlighters. I'm also founder of the Rock and Roll Rest Home, where we provide care and treatment for many of the rock and roll stars you've loved so much in the past, but whose lives have been destroyed by crooked record companies. Stars like Mr. D. Clark over here. You can plainly see why we need your help. Over here, we have Danny Lupitas, who sang rhythm for the Gavones. Every now and then, I try to help him out. It's okay, Danny. It's okay, calm down. I will help you. I Please show your support by sending your checks to 442 Glenwood Avenue in Surf City. Our email address is brunswick.swan. For more information, just call Beachwood 45789. Thank you. Eleven L R and I, Johnny Lightning. And we love you. 
Oh, there are the kiddies. Yay, I love hearing yeah. the kiddies. We were listening to uh, me and Ella. Uh, I enjoyed that segment. I hope you did. If you, if you did, let me know. If you didn't, fuck off. Uh, yeah, uh, Jonathan Rolford, the uh, the impresario that runs uh, Jam and Pam's uh, productions there, uh, he had on uh, the, the two women that uh, voiced those jingles back when, like, they were eight, nine, ten years old, Carol and Laurie, and... Uh, I, I, I was I was getting emotional. I was tearing up listening. I mean, if you notice, yeah. I really was. I was tearing up listening to them. They're, yeah, yeah. They've become yeah. such a part of my life. So uh, just for a, a minute or two, a little uh, montage of uh, of Carol and Laurie because uh, they've been a part of my life for 35 years, just like I left Midwood. Yeah. When you say, hey, we make mistakes. I mean, <laughs> hey, what's that funny noise? Radio 1 is Radio 1. Wonderful R&I, the station with the free speech difference. Talk, 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 when do we sing? Actually, 11 reasons why I love the happy difference, but I hardly have time to elucidate. 11 L, wonderful R and I, the station with the happy difference. The station with the happy difference. WBCQ, this is the planet. The station with the happy difference. Glamour girls love the happy difference. It's so vogue. When I was very young, I wanted everything, especially the happy difference. La 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 la. The station that's all heart. The station with the happy difference. WBCQ is worldwide radio. It's a dreadful thing to contemplate that one might miss the happy difference. There are actually 11 reasons why I love the happy difference, but I hardly have time to elucidate. Yeah, so I heard. This is the station with the happy difference. Viva la difference! WBCQ, this is the planet! Alright. From the great state of Maine... There is a station in our state that covers most the nation. WBCQ, you're on the planet. It's the Happy Difference Station. WBCQ, Monticello, Maine, the United States of America. Uh, we, we, we had no opportunity to start. We're, we're at the bottom of the hour we're doing our IDs. <laughs> I'm looking, you see me looking at the clock, right? I'm like, what the, what's up, dude? Right. Uh, it doesn't much matter. There you go. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we will close out uh, the the show with a with a with something slightly serious uh, to answer some listener questions. Meaning, we'll discuss the Reverend Al right. and, yeah, uh, yeah. and why I despise him. But uh, before that, uh, one more bit of uh, I'm not sure what, except I I, I want to hear this. Now music. Eleven L R and I, New York's John P. Lightning. 
This is Cindy Lauper. We were discussing earlier, me and LF, whether or not she should be admitted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And based on her work with Blue Angel here, I say yes. LP with a group called Blue Angel. Poem of John Lightning. WBCQ, America's Great Station. You got that right, Polly. John B. Lightning here with you and LF Midwood. Uh, glad to have him down here tonight as as uh, as we bring to a close. Yeah, about 30 minutes left in this edition of the Extravaganza. Uh, by the way, Brad, uh, thank you uh, for mentioning that there was, uh, I, don't, I don't know what the heck happened with the transmitter there earlier, but uh, yeah. if, if anything, Timtron, in terms of uh, what he does on the air and, 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 years of service he belongs on the fucking main transmitter i mean really he really does he's put he's put in so much time and effort into uh, into keeping wbcq on the air just for those reasons alone uh, he uh, he commands significant respect as of course does john p lightning bringing you to show you know as the extravaganza uh, somebody asked uh, who the fuck was ed armstrong well some of you uh, probably remember uh, remember him as her as randy Steele. How many other really LF? How many other names did, did that go by? Uh, officially known in, in the real world as uh, what was it? Randall Ripley. Randall Ripley. What yeah, was his real name? His and, real uh, name and uh, 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 Randall or, or Randy 
uh, ran a pirate radio station up in Queens, and he was a fan of one of the local pirates, WHOT. Uh, perhaps he, uh, well, indeed, the premier uh, pirate radio station in Brooklyn for many a year. And uh, he, uh, he, he hooked up with them, and then he heard what I did, and he said, shit, this is a lot closer to what I do because this guy's uh, musical tastes are out there, and he's fucking crazy and obscene. And uh, he became almost like, like a, a godfather to our operations. I don't know. How else would you describe Randy? Yeah, I, I, I took a, a Mac. Yes, Godfather's good. Oh, Machiavellian, perhaps. As well. uh, uh, a tad. Oh, oh yes. Uh, uh, Randy's tentacles. Uh, he he definitely influenced what I what I did and and how I did what I did. And sometimes not for the better. <laughs> got got me to yeah. uh, to upset other pirate radio operators that were friends, and then they weren't friends, and then they were friends again. And uh, you know, uh, all of us that were involved in that scene back in the day, at least those of us that are still around. Uh, are all chums and valleys today, uh, yeah. I'm glad to say. Absolutely, yeah. I can say the same. Yes. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you had mentioned uh, earlier in the day, why is it, uh, why, why are not Iron Maiden uh, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? And then I played a video, unknowingly, uh, what the guy was going to be discussing, and he mentioned, yeah, why is not Iron Maiden in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Right. Why do you think they should be in? I mean, I agree with you oh, because they're, they're actual fucking rock and roll. Right. And very right. influential to a number of other groups. A very solid band. Their biggest issue is that they probably didn't have enough hits. Right. You uh, got to have point. hits. Look, you got to have a couple of few hits and, you know... Run for the Hills would probably be the biggest hit they had. See, I don't, I don't even so, remember the song. <laughs> that was, MTV was playing it, so that should give you some indication. Matter of fact, when I when I really started to uh, to get to know Iron Maiden, I remember very well. It was back in our WWCR days. Uh, Ed Armstrong, aka Randall Ripley, aka Randy Steele, uh, gave me a couple of CDs. Uh, that 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 she she was she at the time. Uh, one one of the CDs uh, she gave me was Iron Maiden, and I found it uh, quite enjoyable. I don't think I pulled it out in thirty years, but uh, well, actually I pulled it out regularly. But you don't need to know that here on the show. You know it's the extravaganza. Uh, I, I I do want to do this somewhat serious rap. Okay, before I get the fuck out of here, uh, because uh, I've been getting around to it for weeks now. And uh, during a recent, shall we call it, lull in, in my broadcasting schedule, uh, uh, I, I I was going to do this, and uh, then I received an email from Kevin uh, with a number of questions, a few of which I addressed in my response to him. But uh, one had a TLDR that led me to decide best place to answer it would be here. And that is, John, why do you have disgust? Why do you loathe and and despise? Why do you have so much animus towards the Reverend Al Sharpton? And and why? uh, I don't hate him, but his decades-long fucking grift at the expense of people of color, you know, at the expense of the people he (laughs) so-called represents, that's one of the many reasons why I despise that phony leader. And uh, I also believe phony Reverend. I mean, he he does his show on weekends on MSNBC. Gee, how does he do that and represent his flock? I, I don't I don't think he actually does a sermon or reverence any church. But people still refer to this fuck as uh, as the Reverend. Uh, by the way, R- Rush Limbaugh of all scumbags had it right because he would refer to him as the Reverend. You know, very the Reverend. Well, he elected himself 
uh, a leader, if not the leader, of persons of color in this country um, decades ago. And too many people of color are continuing to enable his grift, uh, just like... Just like, uh, 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 what's his name, uh, M- M- Mr. Nichols' family did this week. Why am I all of a sudden blanking, blanking on his name after I did uh, such a, a extended commentary about him weeks ago? It's because my short-term and long-term memory, I think, are pretty much both on oh, their way not, out. It's not good when it's both. It's not. Yeah, and it's beginning to feel that way. Well, just about every time there's a high-profile case... Uh, of, say, you know, like police brutality against black people. Whenever it's worthy of any significant news coverage, meaning mainstream media takes time out to make sure you know about it, you could also be sure that that the formerly Big Al, yeah, he 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 looks so fucking emaciated in recent yeah. years. He, he looks sickly. Yeah, I, I guess I, I got so used to him as a big fat fuck. But uh, you can be sure that Al is going to show up to uh, commandeer control of the situation and and act as if he's the spokesman for the grieving family members and others that have been done wrong by authorities. But he always manages to make himself central to the story. One more reason why I fucking hate him. And he has indeed engaged in his share and then some of racism, of homophobia and anti-Semitism. He incited violence, I guess it was, uh, most notably back in, I believe it was 1995, when a uh, black Pentecostal uh, and a Pentecostal, uh, and why can't I pronounce that word? Uh, a, a church. Uh, this church owned a retail property on 125th Street, of course, in the heart of Harlem. And uh, they asked Fred Harry, a Jewish tenant who operated Freddy's Fashion Mart, to uh, to be evicted. He, uh, they wanted him evicted uh, by a, a black-owned record store called the Record Shack. And Sharpton led a protest in Harlem against the planned eviction, in which he told the protesters, we will not stand by and allow them to move this brother so that some white interloper can expand his business. White interloper. So uh, his, uh, his obvious hate his uh, his vitriolic, uh, his rancid rants, and generally he, he was pretty good at being an anti-white uh, muckraker. Uh, it resulted in a protester entering ent- and entering Harris's store. I tell you, I can't talk tonight. Thank goodness for old tape. Uh, this protester was armed, and he shot up the place, then set it on fire and killed seven store employees. And it wasn't until, I believe, 2003 that the Reverend kind of minimally expressed any regret for his somewhat imprudent and deadly language. But to this day, not an apology. He has yet to take any responsibility for provoking that deadly incident. And since then, for some reason, I I don't get it, Alf. Why is he still the go-to black leader? Well, because there aren't any others, really. There haven't been since Dr. King. Which is good, because black folks don't need a leader. They just don't need one. But whenever there's a high-profile case where persons of color have been wronged, and also some where the alleged wrong was um, questionable, uh, 
He's there. And obviously, uh, among his most recent and notable examples of cutting in on the action, other than uh, Mr. Nichols recently, was his involvement with the George Floyd murder. Yeah. If, if it's famous, if it's important, he's there. And I invariably find myself not fucking caring, <gasps> excuse me, about any family and friends of, uh, of anyone he represents. They, they tarnish and diminish themselves by doing so. Yeah. And I say that because I believe they really do. They debase themselves by enabling this charlatan and they help him to continue his ongoing grift. Don't you agree, John says? Because John has to take some water because yeah, he's coaching terribly. I mean, you know, his behavior in the uh, Tawana Broly case as well, too. They never apologized for anything that they did there. And exactly. They, they crushed a couple of lives there. Right. That's, and that's what we're going to go to. And uh, sadly, many leaders, many other black leaders have helped him enable his grift. And not only black leaders, but uh, President Obama were also doing it. Uh, he, he, did, he, he, uh, he considered the reverend his go-to man on issues involving race, which did not speak well. That's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, uh, didn't speak well of, of Barack. But my main issue with the formerly Big Al uh, was his involvement. In the Tawana Brawley case, uh, which many of you might know nothing of, particularly if you're particularly younger than us here in the room. Uh, what he did was uh, he wrongly accused several persons of non-color of the alleged, supposed it never really happened, attack on what was then a 15-year-old gal of color. Again, it was an attack that the courts proved never fucking happened. But regardless... He slandered those folks, some of whom were friends of friends of mine you know, living up in the Poughkeepsie area, and it made their lives hellish, which led to their having to go into hiding. They had to hide out. They had to get out of Poughkeepsie for a while. Not that that was a particularly bad thing to do. Uh, to escape the retribution, some of his, shall we say, more ardent sycophants wanted to extract, extract against those wholly innocent white persons. So... um. To sum up the incident relatively briefly, if I could do that, <laughs> I, I I do nothing briefly. I, I try to, yeah. yeah. Uh, in uh, November of 1987, uh, Shawana Brawley went missing, only to be found stuffed into a plastic trash bag, right, with racial slurs written across her face and body, which, by the way, were written upside down, okay, as would be the case for someone who wrote the slows, the slows on their own body, all right? Then she also claimed she was raped, raped by the four persons of non-color she accused, although no DNA evidence of any sexual assault was ever found. So it became obvious relatively quickly that what she did was try to create the appearance of having been raped or otherwise assaulted. And one of the people she accused was a Stephen Pagnonis. I believe that's the way his name was pronounced. He was a New York City prosecutor and the assistant district attorney up in Dutchess County in New York, which is a suburb uh, just up the metro north line from New York City. And she identified Pagonas as being one of her assailants. And by the way, he later successfully sued Broiling and her three advisors for defamation. And you probably already guessed, to this day, she has paid virtually nothing in the way of compensation, uh, the compensation that was awarded to Mr. Pagonis by the court. And he was awarded 
$145,000 through this lawsuit for defamation of character that he brought against Sharpton and two other scumbag, 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 uh, pretty much so-called kind of uh, black leaders of the day. Uh, this gentleman, uh, Al- well, I shouldn't say gentleman, uh, Alton Mad- Maddox, and uh, I-, I forget Mason's first name now, but Pagonis was awarded 345000 He was trying to collect, fucking ridiculous, like where it was going to come from, $395 million from her and her family. But uh, regardless, the jury found Sharpton liable. Yes, also he was found liable, in part for making multiple defamatory statements against Pagonas. And again, to date, I believe he has collected easily a buck three eighty out of right. that total amount of right. money, okay? And despite the shaky, at best, evidence of the crime, the Reverend, naturally, you know, he saw the dollar signs, Grifton motherfucker, rushed to her aid, propped up all of her malicious lies, and put those four men's health and welfare in jeopardy, even though, even though it's likely he knew, he knew his client was full of shit, that she had smeared upon her own body, and shit is, again, also part of the story, because she was indeed uh, found covered in shit, which authorities later found to be a match with the feces of a neighborhood dog, I'm not making this up, which made it quite apparent that she smeared the dung on herself all in an effort to buy, I guess, some sympathy. And to this day, her family insists, oh, the allegations were true, despite considerable evidence to the contrary. And uh, the reverend uh, claimed two of the four men accused had indeed raped her. And he was assisted in his efforts by uh, by the reprehensible out Maddox and the equally loathsome, uh, thank you for the email, uh, C. Vernon Mason, or as I used to call him, C. Vernon Mason. And a year or so after the incident, this obviously staged incident, a grand jury released a one 170-page report concluding that Brawley had not been abducted or assaulted or raped or sodomized, uh, further concluding that the allegations against Pagonis were false. They had no basis, in fact. And by the way, by the way, Brawley never testified, despite a subpoena that ordered her to do so. Uh, Apparently, uh, uh, Things in the Broly household were out of hand. She was being uh, she was being molested and treated badly and violently by her father, and not all that well by her mother. So it became obvious that what she didn't part, you know, I, I I think I think it was her. It was something of a cry for help from her, albeit, <coughs> excuse me, uh, one towering innocent men without any concern on her part. It was like, well, fuck them, they're white. Okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll blame them. And indeed, it's believed she was attempting to avoid even more violent punishment from her mother and particularly her stepfather uh, by the name of Ralph King. And witnesses testified that her mom, Glenda Brawley, had previously beaten her daughter for running away, uh, for uh, going out overnight and spending those overnights with boys. And uh, this king scumbag also had a history of violence, and that included stabbing his first wife 14 times, which later escalated into him shooting and killing her. With parents like that. I guess it's hardly surprising that she acted in the way she did because her scumbag of a father would violently attack Brawley. Indeed, 
when Brawley had been arrested earlier on a shoplifting charge uh, that previous May, King attempted to beat her for the offense while he was at the fucking police station. And witnesses, <coughs> pardon me, also described King as having talked about his stepdaughter in a sexual manner, okay? No, no, no surprise, no wonder that she turned out bad. And by the way, since then, uh, Brawley has reformed her, uh, her life. Uh, she changed her name, became a member of the Nation of Islam. Okay, that was a, 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 that's always a bad fucking move <laughs> because the Nation of Islam, as far as I know, is still led by another degenerate lowlife, the uh, the race-baiting, uh, white-hating cretin there, the strange and vile motherfucker known as Louis Farrakhan, Louis Farrakhan, uh, a sleaze merchant, who uh, I, I remember him for espousing, the mothership is in the sky, yeah. it's going to come and wipe out all the white people and all that fucking nonsense. You know, the ship was supposedly going to come to rescue his followers from, and I'm quoting now, these satanic Jews who have infected the whole world with poison and deceit. Those words from a master of deceit and a master of blatant bullshit. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll close out by, uh, by mentioning that the reverence to Pally's in deception uh, and, and bigotry, uh, Alton Maddox, uh, he was involved in several high-profile civil rights cases in the 80s. And, of course, most of them were totally of the bullshit variety. And as C. Vermin Mason, a truly obnoxious and noxious character, uh, he's a former lawyer, former because he was disbarred at one point by New York State. And, of course, he was also ha, an ordained minister. And uh, Mason was disbarred by, uh, by the New York State Appellate Division uh, in 1995 when the court cited 66, WNBC, 66 instances of professional misconduct on his part. And 20 clients over the course of six years uh, complained uh, that, uh, about repeated uh, uh, neglect of their matters, many of which, of course, concern criminal cases where a client's liability was at stake. So in short, these were three wholly untrustworthy scumbags led by the formerly Big Al. And uh, the Reverend Sharp Tongue, to this day, you know, has never apologized for his calumny. And because he is a reverend and a bona fide a POC and a... POS, as far as I'm concerned, he's remained a black leader of note. Again, black people do not need a leader, no less one with a, with a background as sketchy as the reverends. And in 2011, MSNBC, seeking a black voice of note, gave him a, a weekend uh, nightly show. They gave him an hour on Saturdays and Sundays, despite his total fucking lack of broadcasting skills. Because, uh, you know, Al needs a teleprompter to help him read a teleprompter. Okay, follow me? Yeah. I, I never quite understood why MSNBC decided to try and renovate and reclaim this guy. So I, I'm thinking, uh, were they that bereft of black talent at the time as to employ someone with no broadcasting talent? Although I've long suspected that 
the reverend, uh, he, he has to have pics of MSNBC executives engaging in, uh, probably in indecent acts with small children and animals. Uh, how else he could have gotten such a cushy job, uh, and one he still has, albeit, once again, his airtime is more reduced than the trimmed down reverend. Uh, he continues to do this hour-long show each Saturday and Sunday afternoon, and all I need to do is to see his face. You know, my friends know that. If, if his face comes on my screen, it's like, ah! And I rush to the remote control to remove his ugly visage from my screen because I, I just have disdain for him based on all the wrongs he's done. And, and you know, the, the fact that somebody uh, speaking out for persons of color uh, engaged in the type of racism and anti-Semitism that he certainly did. So uh, I don't know. Maybe now he, he has pictures of the current MSNBC management with Dylan Mulvaney. <laughs> I'm thinking, as his airtime has been increased somewhat, he uh, he often shows up, uh, particularly on Mondays and Fridays, on Morning Joe. And if Morning Joe has somebody on that I like, like John Meacham and uh, The Reverend is on, I ain't watching. I, I run the fuck away. But he's, he's a regular participant of, of that show. And um, when he's on... I ain't on MSNBC. It's like if you, you have to be from New York to really get it. It's like Giuliani. When Giuliani went national, mm-hmm. yeah. people in New York knew the deal. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they certainly knew the deal, just like New Yorkers knew the deal about Donald Trump being somebody that if you, if, if you were going to work for him, you better increase the billing that you were going to send to him by at least 30% because he's going to stiff you for at least 30% every time, every time. So... There you go, folks. Uh, most of my animus goes back to that Tawana incident. You know, of course, uh, yeah. yeah. There were people who used to front of ours, Tawana Banana, and no racism there, right? But for Shopton, Maddox, and Mason, uh, and by the way, all three still with us, uh, I still consider them three true bigots. And they used a made-up incident to bolster their bigotry and create more of the uh, of the type of racism they would claim that they were <laughs> fighting against. And uh, Miss Brawley, a new name in place for some decades now, uh, began a career, last I heard she has a career in nursing, and uh, she has changed her life apparently for the better, all because she put herself in a plastic shopping bag. By the way, one person close to her claimed to have seen her getting into the bag. And uh, at the time... That bag should have gone out with the trash. Indeed, most of us, uh, if that had happened, would have been glad, just like the bag. (laughs) Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm John P. Lightning, and we've got just enough time for a tune because uh, somebody wanted to hear. I I hope to get to uh, to (laughs) Skip's uh, request uh, next show. I had it all all ready. I I, I sprinkled the fairy dust on it, and it sounds swell. but 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 Ted's came in first, so therefore we're going to close out with a little dreadful great. Hey, I've I've had a great time here tonight. I love. I yeah. thank you so much for yeah. being here and uh, and your truly invaluable assistance in trying to get that server going. Yeah. Uh, the software is fighting you, I know. Yeah. But uh, now that you have a uh, remote access to the uh, to the server, you could uh, work on it at home. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll luck out. Now, I am John <laughs> P. Lightning. I I lucked out in meeting all these fine folks over the years and uh, and then getting to know Alan H. Wiener who provides me with this airtime on Planet Radio WBCQ. Time for 
Francisco's Grateful Dead on 11 Dreadful Great on Planet Radio WBCQ, where we're just about out of time. But before we do that, uh, I, I do have to play the soundbite because it's uh, related to what we just discussed. And it's a really rare example of John P. Lightning uh, agreeing with something that Deadbeat Donald had to say. They want to take the statue of Thomas Jefferson out and replace it with somebody. By the way, let me tell you, you're not going to be happy with the person they want to replace him with. Ladies and gentlemen, Thomas Jefferson is being removed from the Jefferson Memorial and being replaced with the Reverend Al Sharpton. Um, I don't think so. Take two, and I must agree. 
Elof, thank you kindly for being here this evening. We're running a tad late, so uh, it's time to do the show is over. Got to go. Uh, any last words, so to speak, to the 11L audience? Uh, none whatsoever. Man. Okay, well, you, sh- you should promo, uh, plug your own show. Yeah, I, I'm on uh, Saturdays at, at midnight. Um, is I record it live. It's basically a podcast, but it's live uh, Saturday at midnight, so... So uh, tune in if you want to hear an opinion that will make me say, hey, that's nothing like John Lightning, which is one of the reasons why he's here, because I get tired of the choir and uh, I appreciate and enjoy contrary opinions. And any given God knows, LF provides them. Thank you all for listening. I'm done. Good night. Bye. You've been listening to The Extravaganza. 